It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We got a good show today. A great show. Good show. A great show. We got the legend... Joe the Kid Perez, or Ween Dog. I keep calling you Joe. Your name is, right. is Ween Dog, I guess. How's it going, dude? Uh, as well as CB the Grenade. What's going on, guys? Uh, Vince Pichel coming off a big win. Uh, he'll be here in a second. He's running late. Uh, and also, uh, we got Anthony Smith calling in. Uh, Carol Prater. It's, it's going to be a good show. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, people, marijuana, CBD oil, flour, you need it. They got it. Okay, there's no point of having to leave your, your car. You might get into an accident. Maybe you don't have a car. They deliver it to you. How cool is that? Just go to speedweed.com all over California. They will deliver you the best ganja, marijuana, CBD oil, whatever you need. Okay, they got this roll-on CBD oil. I've been using it after I work out. My body feels so much better. Uh, they have, they have uh, uh, vape pens with just CBD oil. They have stuff with THC. They have little mints that you can take. Uh, THC mints. I'm telling you, it, trust me on this one. Uh, Speedy.com. Anything over $100, use the code ROASTED. You get 10% off. Gino's a great guy. He actually, I came over the place today uh, and uh, to hang out with Gino, and he had a dog that he saved from the street. There was this dog that they took a couple days ago that he was driving. There was a dog on the 101. He went over, got it, and uh, that's how. This is, these are good people. So, uh, thank you to that. Also, if you shop on Amazon.com, you know, I know my wife does, and, all, and, and you want to buy stuff off Amazon, okay, do it off my website. Go to adamhunter.com, click on the Amazon banner, there's two of them, and then go through that way. It helps me out, it'll help you out, uh, because you'll get what you want, and uh, it'll help me out because I, I, I'm, I'm now a partner with Amazon. So, if you want to order stuff, Go to adamhunter.com and do it that way. So, hope you guys are doing well. I've, uh, I've had a crazy, the craziest weekend ever. Mm-hmm. Um, we had our, our, our league finals, our wrestling tournament, and uh, it was crazy. First of all, like, last year, we, last, we were killing everyone, every team by 50 points. And then I'm, I go to Calgary. I missed the last couple matches because of the road, and I found out we lost. So I was like, this, this other coach that from another t- school, that, like, I caught him cheating with the weights, a couple years ago, I told you that story. Yeah. How, how, like, Wait, that's the, your coach? No, 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 not, not our coach. Oh, I was team. like, this other team. All of a sudden, uh, every kid on because the way they do it in middle school, they don't have kids cutting weight. They just kind of whatever. They, we we kind of make the brackets, okay. you know, the, or, or or he makes the brackets, right? So he puts like five kids that are between ninety and ninety five, and seven kids that are between ninety five and hundred. That's you know, and and four, you know, whatever it is. So. All of a sudden, he had the number one seed in every single weight class. And I'm like, this is, this is weird how all of his kids are the number one seeds. It's just, how could this be? So I had weigh-ins one day, and I, and I wrote down all his kids' weights, 
And then during our coaches meeting before the tournament, I go, hey, how come you have this kid that says he's 92 pounds, he weighed in that, but you have him in the, in the 90 pounder or below? Or how come you have this 85 pounder in the, he goes, well, I, I didn't know that we were going to have weigh-ins and uh, I, I, I would have had my kids cutting weight. I go, cutting weight, it's, it's junior high. So now, <laughs> so the, I go, so it became a huge, like, like the other coaches started screaming at him and like, how dare you? And I go, oh, you know, and I'm kind of like all in favor of the kids wrestling and the weights that they actually weigh at. Raise your hand. Like I'm, I'm driving the guy crazy. It just became this whole thing. The guy mm. blew up. So, so that was a couple years ago. Now he's coaching a different school in, 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 the, in the same league, right? So I get the, so he, he wanted to do some kind of dual meet last week and he made the matchups and I wasn't there. And his team beat us, which was like crazy, right? So I came back. I'm like, all right, normally we have practice twice a week. I'm like, we're doing four days a week. Fuck that. Like, this is, this is go time. This is, this is boot camp. So I got all the kids, and I, I got them all fired up. I'm like, guys, we are coming in first place. This is it. This is our year, our tournament. I'm pushing the kids. I'm, I'm making them do 100 sprawls, and, and we're doing live <clears throat> wrestling. All, I mean, it's just like, I saw the video of them at 20, and I'm like, all right, they shouldn't have meant much left. You're like, 80 more. Yeah, Fuck I'm like, that. this is, this is, this is <laughs> old school wrestling. And the kids are loving it. You know, the kids are all pumped up. So anyway, so now cut to, uh, they did the, the other school did the brackets again, and, we, and two of our best kids are in the same weight class, right? And it was about a five-pound difference. So he, they did the cutoff like one pound more than what our kid weighed. So they could have made the brackets different, you know, but... So I'm like, all right. So now I get no sleep. I host the Laugh Factory on Friday night. I get home at like one in the morning. Weigh-ins are at eight in the morning. And I, I just I can't sleep. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I, I, I'm like, all right. So I get, I get literally 10 minutes of sleep. because I have to be there. So me and this guy, Tyler, my other coach, great guy. So we go there. And I'm like, okay, listen. Is there any way we can do the brackets a little different? Yada, yada. And the guy's like, well, I think we should keep them the way they are. I'm like, well, you tried to cheat a couple years ago, so your vote doesn't count anymore. <laughs> your, judgment, your judgment's called into question, right. sir. And he goes, I didn't try to cheat. I'm like, I didn't cheat. I'm like, well, you tried to. And then that became, this is at 8 in the morning, right? And the other coaches have to be like, all right, enough of you guys. No well, coffee like, yet. Just yeah, right, right out of the bed. Right away. And I, I go to that, right? So cut to, we're kicking butt in the tournament. Like, we are just, we're doing great, right? Mm -hmm. So now, uh, I didn't get the way I wanted. They kept the way the bracket, so I bumped two of our kids up. But, but you know, it wasn't like... I mean, they bumped them up from like between 100 and 105 and 105 to 110. Like when I wrestled at 103, it was, when I wrestled, it was like my weight class was 103 and the next weight class was 112. So they would have been in that 112 weight class. It's, it like, a fight, it's like a U MMA division at this point. Kind of, right? Yeah. So I'm like, it's not like I'm bumping them up 25 pounds or 30 exactly. pounds. It's, 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 they're within, so I'm like, it's not like I have to feel bad, but still, you know. You don't want to bump the kids. It's a, I'm like, well, yeah. If I if I if I don't bump them up, what, you know, they're they're gonna come in first and second. But if I bump them up, they can become come. They can come in first and first. But there's a chance of them coming in second and second. And you know, so I'm like, this. You're kind of playing chess here. But okay, so we do it. So we get to the finals, right? And my kid, who I boy bumped up, is up eight to three, and he's he's kicking some butt. And then fine, but the other kid keeps grabbing my kid's headgear. Kept grabbing my head. So I go to the ref. I'm like, ref, he's grabbing the headgear. Like I said to him, like, hey, ref, just so you know, he's grabbing your headgear in between rounds. And he's like, okay, coach, whatever. Blows me off. So now it, it comes down to like, there's like 20 seconds left in the match, right? 20 seconds left in the match. And, uh, and this kid is just kind of like spinning my kid around, not really taking shots, just sort of just like twirling him. And my kid's defending it. And he calls a stalling point with, with like, 10 seconds left, right? Not even, I don't think he even gave us a warning, right? Then, so now it's 10-9. 
with one second left, he calls another stalling point. So now it's a tie match going into overtime. My kid loses in overtime. So when, but, when he, but when he called that second stalling point, I'm like, ref, are you kidding me? Like, you didn't give him one warning for grabbing the headgear, but you're gonna call two bogus stalling points? And he goes, uh, you will, he's just yelling at me. And he take away a, t a team point for unsportsmanship <laughs> conduct. So now, so then, my Russian kid is up next, and he's like, he's sick all week. I literally have to tell his dad, hey, he has to translate to his dad, no wrestling, no jujitsu, no boxing, no, uh, no uh, kickboxing, no fighting bears. And he's telling his dad this in Russian, uh -huh. and his dad's not even smiling. I think he really might have been fighting bears. So the Russian kid is like, he's wrestling, and my other coaches are kind of screaming, and I'm like, guys, don't tell him what to do, because he's going to just do something crazy, and it's going to work. I, I like know the way the kid wrestles. He does. He has a lot of Greco-Roman and Sambo practice Tishner. So it's like stuff that I kind of teach, but not really. I don't teach Greco. Does so, he get him on the ground and tell him you don't deserve this as much as I do? Kind of, right? So <laughs> it's he's down two to one against a kid that beat him and a kid that he beat, and the kid stands up and he takes the kid with like thirty seconds left and suplexes the kid on his head. Like I, I'm, I like, saw that video. Yeah, it was just, awesome. He just picked him up like and just threw him on his head. Right and uh, I, of course it was not really a move that I taught. I taught a move how to how to like <laughs> how to get a guy when he stands up to bring him back down. But this guy was like he basically just picked him up and just uh, dropped him on his head and then pinned him for the win. And we're all going crazy because I'm so proud of this kid. I love this kid. Uh -huh. And then he takes his headgear and tosses it to the side. And the other coach tells the ref that that's a, against the rules. I don't even know the rules. Like, to throw the headgear. Throw down. the headgear. So they get, we get another team point taken away. And it turns out they said that, like, we. Uh, hold on. Uh, it turns out that we end up. Okay, so Vince Pichel is here. Um, I'm going to go grab him right now. And we're gonna, I'm going to finish the rest of this story after we get Vince. So, yeah, so then they. So then the, the referee tells the kid that, uh, or tells the, the other coach tells the ref that we're not allowed to throw our headgear to take away another team point. So it turns out we end up losing by two team points. One because of the coach's mind, unsportsmanlike conduct, and because of the Russian kid threw his headgear. And like, that's how you want to win, really, dude? Mm -hmm. So then the parents are all going crazy, right? And, uh, and like, okay, so then at the end of the tournament, they're like, you know what? We're just going to. You guys both came in first place. We're not. We're gonna give you guys both first place trophies because they knew that that, that it was. They didn't even announce the win because what ended up happening was right. Because I was going crazy when the Russian kid won. I was so happy. Vince, if you missed it, I'll catch you up. Basically, <laughs> basically, yes, uh, wrestling team final tournament. Uh, they took away two stalling points. Bullshit with ten seconds left against our kid that wasn't even after they bumped him up a weight class. They put him because they kind of finagled the weights and then I flipped on the ref because they weren't calling them pulling down my kid's headgear and then they, and then I got an unsportsmanlike conduct and then our kid from uh, <laughs> our kid from Chechnya after he won tossed his headgear he was all happy and then the other coach complained and they took away a team point for that so we ended up losing the tournament so it came in second place when we really would have came in first point. yeah by one team point oh, which sense. is so then what so then these parents right Harbor Westlake which costs like I don't know, fifty thousand dollars a year to go there. Nope. <laughs> so they you're come. You're not kidding. You're not actually no. kidding. So they it come over to me, that. right? And they're like, you know what? So after my, after my, after my kid, uh, after I was, I got my, my, the, after what happened with, with, I was arguing with the ref. I just kind of like walked away because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip out on the ref, and I'm gonna really, you know. So he didn't even, t I didn't even know that we got team boy taken away, but I just walked away. So after 
his kid went over to shake my hand. My other coach, Tyler, shook the kid's hand. Well, the parents came over and said, you snubbed my son. You didn't shake my son's hand after he won the match. I go, what? I didn't even see your son. I, I was avoiding the ref. They're like, well, I, you need to apologize to my son. My son. I go, for, for, first of all, I'm not apologizing. Privileged parents, they exist. And then some other parent comes over and goes, yeah, you know what? What are you? Look at the way you, are, you and your team are celebrating. What are you, from the hood? I, I go, I go, what? You I got go, a team full of white kids. I go, what, what if the I, fuck? I go, what if I was from the hood? Anyway, well, first of all. For the record, I, you always still say yes. Yeah, <laughs> street cred. Thank you, yeah, right, I would like to be. And then he, go, and then he goes to my thing, he goes, your coach needs to apologize to everyone here. He goes, my taxes pay your salary. Uh, oh like, my God. And I was like, first of all, you're telling me to have class. You asked if I was from the hood, like that's a bad thing. And they say, and if you're paying my salary, not enough. I ain't making fucking shit for this job. You need to fucking pay more taxes. But, you know, but so then, then they go, I can't believe it. And the one, the one mother's like, my son, he didn't shake my son's hand. Like it's a fucking meet and greet, right? After the show, after the thing. So then it was just, so I'm getting yelled at by parents. So then my parents are like, coach, we got your back. We got you. Oh, don't worry about them. We got your back. We, we love you. So then it was like my parents versus the Harvard Westlake parents. Mm-hmm. It, it was just not my, not my actual parents, the parents of the kids that I coach. But it was... it Somebody's was on the hood parents. It was insanity. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, was there a skirmish in the Arboreum outside? I do have kids from the shit. hood on my team. It's a charter school. But like, like what is wrong with... Like, and then they, Who they're, gives they're a shit? Amazing. Yeah. Like, like, what, what if they're from the hood all. or not? It was, a, it was a fucking shit show. I'm not surprised by the parents, though, because like Harvard West like, is one of those schools. And I'll admit, I went to one of those schools. I went to Stephen S. Weiss when I was a kid. And like, the parents from these like privileged schools that cost 50 grand a year for your kid to go, yeah, they're pretty, like, pretty bad. And they were upset that we were winning. So that, so that they had to find a way to cheat, basically by saying he threw the headgear and to take away a point from me for complaining about a, the most bullshit call. I like I sent the, the the video to like six people. They're like, yeah, that was not stalling. Even Ben Askren was like, that wasn't that that was a bad call. <laughs> right? so, you should have Ben on the sidelines so, next time to be like, hey ref, you suck. It was such a, it was it was the most ridiculous thing. But I was like shook, and then my, my my like wife's there. My wife's pregnant, by the way. Uh, so she's like. I mean, she's ready to like cut a bitch. I mean, she's just like in the back, like she's in the back, like all hormonal. Yeah. Oh my god! Like she's she's shaking. She was ready to start beating up parents. It it was it was quite the wrestling match. My money's on Brie. Oh, it was (laughs) set her free. She's like, I can't believe these parents, like, because they were attacking me. Because they were like, you need to apologize to everyone here. You have no class. What are you from the hood? My my taxes pay your salary. Like, I have no class, but look at your last two fucking statements. This sounds anti-Semitic. You know, uh, uh, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And then my Russian kid was like, "What did I do wrong? Should I give back the trophy?" He was the best. He's like, "Coach, uh, he goes, he goes, Coach, I'm ready for my fights." I'm like, "It's not a fight, dude. Uh, it's, it's a wrestling match." Oh, he's fighting for his. It life might be. Match. And then he goes, "I will bring you gold." I'm like, "Thank you, thank you very much." The kids, he goes, "Is it okay if I choke him out?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, you can't oh, so choke him out." So that's the little Russian. That's yeah. the little Russian kid that was at my pawn shop. He oh, brought you gold. Oh, he's the best. This Russian kid is is. I love this kid. He, he's like, he he, he goes, uh, "This is good." Because I have MMA fight in three months. Uh, I go, is that even legal? Like, like he's How old is he? Like twelve? He's thirteen. But I guess they have headgear and stuff. So, so but yeah. It was, it, what? Yeah. That's a <laughs>
<laughs> he was being serious. I'm <laughs> literally speechless. Yeah, and yeah. for anybody that knows me, I never shut the fuck up. So yeah, it was it was so funny. Yes. So, and so <laughs> I'm we're, ready we're, for fighting three months. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. So that was my weekend. Was I was getting attacked by parents. And then, here's what I wanted to happen. I wanted to come in first place. I wanted Bree to see like my wife to see how good I was with the kids. The kids were winning. They were like crying. They were so happy. Then when we go out, she tells me, "Oh my God!" Why are you trying to convince her? I can't have kids. Is she like, like not pass that abortion well, yet? Or? Uh, no, no, she, we're not having an abortion, you fucking freak. But, but she's all happy, you know, and then, and then we leave and we have a great day. Instead, it turned into like her in tears because she's emotional watching me get attacked by fucking parents for like doing nothing but helping, trying to coach my kids win wrestling matches and having enthusiasm. I was so pumped for these kids, you know? It's fucking, it's crazy. I mean, I, mean, I can't imagine you don't like, a, if, I, if I, I would, my dad would never, if he didn't like the way that like, the opposing coach was behaving because he was getting excited for his kids. He would go over and confront him and try to have him apologize yeah. to the people on the sidelines. Well, so I question, do you think that they did that just because it was like them, their little like preschooling, I mean, where they have to pay for school and shit? I like think they were upset they were losing. They didn't know how to handle defeat. Uh, they didn't like that my kids like, first of all they, 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 these other coaches still make their kids wear singlets my kids were wearing like you know MMA shorts and like yeah yeah they were wearing shorts like shorts camouflage shorts, shorts and like rash guards my kids look way cooler um, I have a lot more diversity on my from team from the hood than, so. than, you know and, and, they, and they were upset about it yeah and, and they were upset about that you know and uh, but that's, that's not my fault you know, uh, and also, so what that I'm happy that the kids are winning and I'm celebrating with the kids. The kids are excited. Well, kids can't get excited anymore. I can't and, get and excited. And since when, like, wrestling is like, it's not like one of those team sports where it's like basketball, hockey, whatever, where the kids don't have, some of them don't have a huge role. In Wrestling's an individual sport. They all have their own roles. The parents need to keep their fucking noses out of it. These Wrestling turns boys into men. Probably more than any other high school sport that you could participate in. So for the parents to have to come in, you cheated my son poorly. Grow the fuck up, lady. Because I didn't shake the kid's hand. Like, like, like grow up. I, was, I honestly didn't even see the kid. I was honest. I was so annoyed by the by the ref's call. I walked away, going like, like this is gonna be bad if I'm if I'm still. A, you know what I'm saying? I you made the that. right decision. You walked away. One more word, and you could have been thrown out. Disbo the whatever the hell it was. Gym. Exactly. It's so, exactly. oh, we didn't shake his head. Shut the fuck up. Dude, it was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Get the hell out of here, you privileged motherfucker. Uh, so hold on. Is, is, this, is this plugged in? Um, is there supposed to be a plug in the back? Yeah. It might be the one on the floor. Okay. All right, hold on. There's the outlet for it. All right, so we're calling Anthony Smith right now. Then we're going to talk to, uh, about your win, Vince. And by the way, your shout out to MMA Roasted, <laughs> which was, might have been the greatest day of my life. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they're going to give me camera time after that. I, I was so happy. Hold on one sec. So we're, we're going to call. I actually texted Dana. You give me the shout out, the, the video. He must oh, really? Be, yeah, I don't know. He, 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 he hasn't responded yet. <laughs> uh, but it's only been two weeks. So, all right. He's mad. He's mad his kid lost. God, it's only God. been two He's weeks. He's like, my son didn't get a shout out. All right. Well, why is this not working? Fine. You know what's funny? I was laughing as the UFC posted or like a little uh, GIF or whatever those things are called. Yeah. Of like him attacking me with like a uh, right and a left, and he didn't land, but I landed my jab and then threw like an overhand right that I kind of gla glazed off him. <laughs> but they wrote like one two, but I was like, he didn't even hit me in that combo. Uh, in that hello, is this Anthony Smith? Yes, it is. Hey, Lionheart, how are you, man? You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. I'm it's me, Vince Michelle. Uh, I'm me, Adam Hunter. I'm with Vince Michelle. I'm with CB Gold <laughs> and my man Ween Dog. How are you, man? 
Good, man. Vince Michelle's a bad motherfucker. I watched it. Didn't he fight like a month ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that dude's a bad dude. He's, he's a bad, he's a nice guy, and he's also a, uh, uh, he's an electrician. He's in college, <laughs> and he fights in the UFC. This dude's uh, he's, uh, I, he's on a four-fight like win streak too. Yeah. yeah. So Vince, I know. I mean, so uh, Anthony, man, how are you doing, man? That fight, even though you didn't get the, the the W, was a hell of a fight. A very exciting fight. Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. A little bit, a uh, little bit bummed out, you know. It's natural, obviously, but. Um, I'm all right physically. I'm good. You know, my feelings are hurt, but that's about it. I mean, I mean, there was a time where you you ha- you had him rocked. Did you think that you uh, were close to finishing him? Um, I wasn't sure. I had him. I had him rocked a couple times. Uh, but he he did a good job of of, of being safe and, and get the distance, man. He's uh that guy's underrated, man. He doesn't get a lot of credit for for uh, for his skills because of the the matchups that he gets, but uh. I think right away that you know when they matched it up that that guy was gonna be was gonna be pretty tough. But um, I thought I thought maybe after the knee and then the elbow, you know, we might be able to get it. But you know, we kind of landed elbows at the same time, so we were kind of both retarded for a second. <laughs> yeah, man, that was that was insane. You know what though? When he had you on the ground, um, I was thinking because you did that jujitsu match recently, and I was like, man, uh, your jujitsu game is very underrated. So I was very confident in you on the ground because of how hard you've been training in your BJJ. Yeah, it was. So when I had him mounted, um, I know it's kind of, you know, watching the fight, it's kind of like, what the hell was I doing? If you watch the fight, when I went to the ground, my, my neck got kind of kinked on when it Like my, I landed head first, like in mouth. And so I got like a weird stinger and I couldn't move my right arm for like the next 25 seconds. It was the weirdest thing. I just oh, kicked my neck really, really bad. And uh, so the whole time I was mounted, I spent the entire time trying to get the feeling back in my arm. If you actually go back and watch it, you can see I got like a, a dumbass little limp wrist thing where I can't get my arm to work right. It's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was a very exciting fight, though, man. And, and, and it was, uh, it, the, you know, they said, the announcers were saying that you were saying that a lot of times you, you do kind of a, a, a slow start, and, but, not, but not this time. Do you kind of regret that in a way of not starting a little slower? <laughs> to be honest with you, kind of. <laughs> kind of. I wish I kind of would have, I don't know, eased into it a little bit. Um, but I get, I get such criticism on, on being such a slow starter, man. I might just, part of me is kind of just like, man, fuck it. I'm just going to do what I do. You know what I mean? It's just fight the way I fight because I change it up and it didn't work out for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that, that's what I was thinking a little bit. I'm like, yeah, but it seems like every fight you're like down two rounds to nothing and then you just knock the dude out. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, well, this time I'm going to change it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like if it's, if it's not broken, don't, you know, don't fix it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like what am I, I don't know, man. I don't know why I'm listening to criticism about, about being a slow starter. You know, I, I, maybe I do need to start a little bit faster, but I think I went from one fucking extreme to another. You know, I went from being a super slow starter to, the ref saying go and me and Tiago just put our foots on the, you know, on the gas and just, just see what happens, you know? But, uh, you know, I, I honestly, I, I think that things like this happen for a reason, though, you know? Like, I knocked, I knocked three motherfuckers out in a row and didn't get this much attention and I didn't get this much attention and, and hype and, and I got a bonus. You know, I knocked three dudes out in a row and only got one bonus for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, 
so I mean, I got a bonus out of the deal. You know, the, the the bonus is cool, but I think the recognition for for what I did to get the bonus is, is what's cool to me. Yeah, um, yeah, but let's get back to knocking people like out again. Super, super happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we probably go back to let's let's go back to knocking people out, and you know. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I'm not going to make a habit of this losing things just to please people, but it's, it is. I mean, it's really weird. Like, you know, the the brass has already reached out to my manager and 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 talked about some potential opponents. You know, like I'm going into a you know the renegotiation phase of my contract, and they're like super pumped. It's weird, man. It's like you you'd almost think I didn't fucking lose. <laughs> it's weird. I know, I know, I know what you're saying. A lot of times, people like they they win kind of boring fights and they're like well I won five in a row but no one talks to me and then right but, <laughs> no one loves me still. but now you, you go out there and fucking do just guns a blazing I think also because the rest of the card was kind of shitty not shitty but it didn't really yeah, that, that you know, helped that, that, that helped for sure that everyone else kind of shit the bed you know that kind of and I don't want I don't mean that in a negative a negative way towards any, any of the other fighters there was some good matchups you know and, and some of the fights were kind of dull you know the, the Anders Machida thing kind of Kind of blew everybody's wad, you know. I think everyone expected that to be a good fight. It just wasn't, you know. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, oh, I mean, for this time, I guess if I'm gonna lose, I guess that's the way to do it. I suppose, you know, and just like you said, go kind of go out guns blazing and see what happens. But I, I think a lot of it is, I don't think anyone really knew how good Tiago Santos was because of a lot of people avoid him just like they kind of you know you know i talked a lot about guys just kind of picking and choosing through their matchups and stuff not being able to get the big fights and i think he kind of runs into the same thing so he kind of ends up getting kind of the journeyman type fighters you know like he's not getting the the big names that you know i guess he did fight for saucy but you know he's not getting those 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 big names so i don't think anyone has any idea how good he is so and and the people that he does get they don't really fight him you know what i mean he kind of just gets guys that kind of run from him and no one engages him, so he's chasing people, you know what I mean? And, and they're trying to take him down the whole time. Well, you know, we know that that's not really my style, you know? So yeah, I think, yeah. I think it, it raised both of our stocks just because he finally got someone in front of him who didn't give a fuck, you know? Did um, the Brazilian crowd get to you at all? Uh, no, man. It was, that, that's another weird thing. You know, the last time I was in Brazil, those motherfuckers hated me. Like, they were <laughs> chanting and spitting on me and throwing bottles the last time I was there. And it was weird. They were real cool. You know, like, I, I mean, I probably took 500 pictures with fans before and after. You know what I mean? Like, it was it was weird. I don't know if over the years of just fighting so many Brazilians and having so many good fights with those guys and 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 always being, for the most part, respectful, you know? Um, yeah. I'm wondering if, you know, over time, they're just like, all right, well, we can. We're kind of done booing this guy now because he don't give a fuck anyway. You know? <laughs> so maybe they just finally decided to embrace me. I don't know, but... Um, you'd be if you'd be amazed if you see my Instagram right now, dude. It's been like three days since I've seen a comment or or a message that was in English, man. It's amazing. Like it's just they're just blowing me up, dude. If you go look at my followers, like the last thousand followers I got are all Brazilian. Did I? Uh, did you, uh, your your wife come with you? Hell no, no way. There's there's no way I was gonna bring. Is it to get shots? You know, I, I like there, huh? I like to bring my wife and. And, and my family as much as I can, but there was just no, there's no way I'm taking them to Brazil. Yeah. Did you have to get shots before you went out there? Say what? Did you guys have to get shots before you went out there? Someone, huh. told, me, someone told me they had shots before they went out there. No, I think he, I think he got like 80 shots during the fight, but uh, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, 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 but no. You know what kind of blew me away? I didn't see one USADA rep. 
Yeah, that's the only thing, man. They're I afraid mean, of Brazil. Yeah. I mean, those. Ah, come on. You see what they do to the referees? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Seriously, that those refs were. No, I don't, I, I'm not. I'm not pointing fingers. You know what I mean? I'm. I'm kind of over the whole kid. I'm just trying to. Uh, these days, I try to. I, I, I don't feel like starting shit anymore. I'm getting too old for that shit. So, but. I mean, I didn't see one side of red. No one got tested before, during, after, before we left, when we got back. Nothing. That's a like, sh- that's a shocker, no, man. No one even no, no one even pretended that uh, that they were gonna get drug tested. There wasn't like you know normally Vince they're talking like oh when you go in the back make sure you don't do this this or this because yeah. you might get a drug test. You know what I mean? No one even said that shit. They, yeah, were, they tell us they didn't even person. they didn't even pretend like it. <laughs> that, that's, that sucks. Um, now, uh, have you and Diego Sanchez made up? Yeah, man. Yeah, we have. Oh, what's um, this? Diego I ran into him in uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Yep. And uh, we had a nice little chat. Uh, it was a couple of days before just went that route. He had sent me a message on Instagram probably a couple of weeks before that and, and apologized. And, and I, actually, you know, he sent me a message right after I saw Hector. And said that he was, you know, he apologized and said that, you know, the media could his head sometimes and, he gets emotional and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, and, you know, I accepted it and we just squashed it, you know. And then I ran into him in Norfolk and he was cool, man. He sends me messages every once in a while, you know, wish me luck and stuff like that. It's kind of kind of weird. It kind of turned into a cool little friendship. Did, did, so <laughs> D- Diego stole his nickname, Lionheart. And Anthony had had that nickname for like 30 years. And, <laughs> and basically like wait, wait, changed, Diego changed his nickname again? To Lionheart, yeah. And what Anthony, else is new? And Anthony flipped out. And you would think that like, you know... So Anthony, yeah, I, I would never want to get on Anthony's bad side because Diego had got knocked out in like 20 seconds, and he Anthony tweets, "That's what you get for taking my nickname, Lionheart." I was like, "Oh, I was gonna, oh, say, nice. I was gonna say they squashed the beef, but Anthony, you may want to check with Diego. He may not remember squashing the beef after Matt Brown landed that hell That's true. That's uh, true. He might think we're still beefing. Yeah, holy. He shit. might still be beefing uh, with Stephen uh, Bonner uh, too. The worst part about the beef wasn't even. It wasn't even so much the nickname because you know, you know, I don't expect Diego. I'm not one of those guys who expects that everybody knows who I am. I was like, oh, fuck, maybe he just doesn't even know me. You know what I mean? Maybe he, maybe I'm not even on his radar. So then we have a mutual friend, and I said something to him like, hey, man, tell Diego it's kind of fucked up. And then Diego was like, yeah, fuck that dude. He's going to start talking shit. Uh, so, but yeah. we're good now, man. I don't want to disturb any more shit, man. You know, he was, he was, it takes a man, especially in this sport, it takes a big man to, to actually. You know, send a message that he knows that if I wanted to, I could have screenshotted it and blasted him. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. he was—he was—he was a man, and, and he—he apologized and, and admitted he was wrong. And I, you know, I apologize for being a goddamn psychopath. You know what I mean? Sometimes I <laughs> never you know, apologize for being a psychopath. Deny it to the bitter end. So, so who do we have next on the agenda? Who do you, who do you want to fight next? Diego Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I don't know. You know me, man. I don't care. But I, I think that. Uh, it sounds like Tiago's getting a getting a top five guy. Uh, fuck it, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go against the grain. Most people that would just be coming off a loss to a ranked dude would be like, oh, give me someone normal. I'd take a top ten dude now, I guess. Give me someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really care. Um, the UFC's happy. I mean, they're. It sounds like they want to put me in a in a good matchup. So you know, I would say Uriah Hall, but you know, he'll not take it again. Uh, so I don't I don't know, man. I. I don't know. I th- I think, will accept fight at this point, to be honest with you. I think a fight between you and Bohachina would be an unbelievable matchup. Oh, dude, I would love that fight. I would love that. But I don't think 
honestly, man, the only thing, the, my only, my only thing right now is I, I just don't want to go back to Brazil right now. Yeah, no more <laughs> fights in Brazil. <laughs> no, honestly, no more fights in Brazil, sir, unless it's in Ryzen or something, and you get to. Right, fucking, yeah, I, don't, I don't think they go there. I don't do well in Brazil, man. I just don't. I don't know what the deal is. I don't do well in Brazil, so I'd like to. I'd like to be somewhere comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I don't want to sound like an asshole about Brazil or whatever. It's just. It's just uncomfortable. It's not convenient. You know, the flights suck. The, the weather sucks. You know, the it's just. A, it's just a real hostile environment. You know, so. So you're back in. Um, you're you're uh, back in Omaha right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Back on the farm. <laughs> Yeah, back on the farm. So I'm gonna take a week off and hang out with my family, and and you know, I, I got, as soon as I got off the plane, I went home and got right back to wiping houses and, and doing the dad thing, man. Nice. Well, listen, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Always a fan in victory and defeat. Luck, you know. Thankfully, it's been. I mean, victories. You've what, like six and one in your last seven fights, and you're gonna win the next, yeah. of, you know, the next five fights. You know, it's all good. For sure. Uh, so uh, for he, sure, man. And I'll, I'll be, I'll be better when I get back. And uh, you know, I, I got some glaring holes I gotta fix a little bit. So you know, maybe I wouldn't fix those. You know, had I got the win. So hey, Vince, when do you fight again? Um, I fought on the 27th. No, when do you fight again, he said. Oh, when do I fight again? <laughs> Two years. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably going to fight within a couple months. I'm trying to fight quick. Oh, shit. Um, I'm nice. not, I didn't get injured at all in my fight, so I'm totally healthy, no issues. So I got a black eye. That was Nothing came of that. Uh, who'd you call out? Did you call out Al? Yeah, Al, I've, been, I've been trying to fight Al forever, dude, but he's just been ducked and dodging to me. Yeah. So, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's fighting Felder, right? Yeah, he's fighting Felder now. Um, I was kind of going to get ready yeah. for that because hoping that Felder would get hurt and fall out and then I could just sneak in there and be like, what's up, Al? <laughs> <laughs> like, what up, bitch? <laughs> Can't run now, motherfucker. I know yeah, Shelby yeah. would give me that too right, if Felder well, pulled out. Best of luck to you, man, whenever, whenever you got coming up, man. I'll be watching. All right, same to you, man. Same take, to you. Take you care, Lionheart. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Later. That was Anthony Smith, a fucking nice, humble, yeah, he's a cool dude. Guy. The, the thing that I like about him, and, and he, you know, highlighted it in, in the beginning of the the call, was he said, you know, I was listening to the fans, and they say I'm a slow starter, and then I try to change it, and then he goes, you know what? Fuck the fans. Like it just takes me back to Zingano against Rousey. She said after the fight, oh, all the fans told me I'm a slow starter, so I'm gonna come out with a flying knee, and then gets 14 seconds tad. It's like, yeah. don't listen to the fucking fans, dude. Do you? I mean, fans Cerrone aren't the, does the, the same fans aren't shit. The one training with you. Exactly. So Cerrone, not, not Cerrone does the you. same thing. Yeah, no, that's why I love guys like Askren and like uh, Edgar and like guys who just stick to their game plan. Even like with the Jeremy Stevens fight, like he knew Stevens had him hurt. He's like, fuck it, go back to wrestling. Don't worry about looking good this fight. We'll look good the next one, you know. Uh, and that's what that's what just get the W. And then the other guys out there who were like, oh, I just want to put on good. Sh I'm like, dude, exciting fights. Well, you're gonna put exciting fights on in, in Bellator when you fucking get cut, and then the WSOF, and then all these motherfuckers. Like, just put on. Yeah. I mean, there's enough guys out there to be exciting, but also winning is the number one priority. No, oh, of course. I believe. Now, Vince. Yes. First of all, thank you for the shout out. You're welcome. <laughs> I was in Calgary by myself. Watching the fight <laughs> by myself uh, in a bar. And first of all, they almost didn't let me put on the UFC. They're like, we're not allowed to put the UFC on after 7 o'clock. What the fuck? Because one That's time, when all they, the fucking cards start. I went to a restaurant. They said the same exact thing. They're like, there was a fight here a couple times. And now, then I'm get like, a I'm bouncer, like, stupid. I'm like, I'm the only one in the bar right now. I promise I won't. I won't <laughs> start. Myself. I won't start, start swinging at the bartender. <laughs> They're like, we realize that, but it's a rule. I go, but there's nobody else here. I had to go to the manager who had to go to the other manager. They're like, 
the oh four of them God. came out and they finally brought the fight. It was like so stupid. So you needed an escort way, to change the That TV. fight, by the way, was close was closer than I thought than per- yeah. now I thought you won obviously I thought you won the fight. I thought Dominic Cruz for some reason was, was he talking some shit huh? was he mad at you for I leaving the Lions did you rewatch it that's what I was thinking I actually yeah I only watched it once and uh you were on his team right for the yeah, open fighter yeah, and love. we're actually good friends we hang out from time to time it did seem like he was way harder on you and I'm like wait a minute if you don't listen to Cruz's commentary you're winning every round yeah but for some reason he's like yeah I don't think Vince is cutting off the cage very well or, I don't think and I'm like dude Vince is landing the harder shots yeah which I was comboing on I'm like I had to like constantly chase that dude like, like you won the stats you, you, you dominated the fight you, you, you were dictating the pace but Cruz kept saying I don't know about yeah, like what did you feel the same way yeah you know what I think it is though like I think it's because he knows he like he knows me pretty well, like how I'm what like what I'm good at in fighting. And I think he just wanted me to do those certain things, you know what I mean? Because he wanted to see me do better. But he's just like so he's just such a fucking nerd about some shit, you know what I mean? Like you just can't stop him. So he was playing coach, kind of in a way, as kind well of, as yeah. commentator. Condescending yeah. coach. But I, but I don't think he but I don't think he's being condescending. I just I think you're right. I think he was it's like how he would have coached you versus Yeah, he wasn't being a commentator, he was being he was being like kind of a coach, like a like just like a like a shitty coach that you just don't want to fucking listen to, you know what I mean? Like just an asshole that you're like shit. Because you won that fight. fight. Yeah, I totally did. Now you've been getting now I, I saw you afterwards, people were giving you shit online or something or what Yeah, what? saying that I wasn't sure that I didn't I was surprised that I even won. Which like, okay, so we were sitting there and I heard Buffer say like I heard Buffer say a unanimous, so I was like thinking like fuck they better not have gave it to him, dude. There's no way. And then Puffer's mic cut out for me. I couldn't. We couldn't hear shit. So then like, I'm standing there, and then I seen that dude raise his hands. I'm like, no, are you fucking kidding me? He won. And then so I already thought he won, and the referee raised my hand. So I was like, oh, what the fuck? So like, I was like, yeah, I was fucking surprised, motherfuckers. Oh, like, so I, you, yeah, right. You were actually surprised because yeah, like, okay, yeah, because I couldn't hear shit. Now, now take us through the whole week because I want to hear about your, your journey. So you get to North Carolina. Are you Airbnb-ing it? Yeah, I got an Airbnb for me and my coaches, uh, for Brian, uh, Peterson, uh, Peter Cunningham, and Herman Baltazar, my three coaches that I took. Now, who are you, tra- who are you training with out there? Um, I train with this dude, Dominic. Uh, Dom. Cruz. <laughs> the dude. Remember on the last show I told you he hit me up on, uh, he hit me up on Instagram was like, hey, what's up? I got a gym. If you want to train when you're out here, like, let me know. I'll get you in the gym. Like, take care of it. I was like, oh, sweet. So I hit him up when I was out there, and I went to his facility. Fucking amazing place, man. Like, super huge. I don't remember what they said it was. It was and something then free. Like, he was t- 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 he took care. Yeah, he didn't charge me. Just let me let me train there. Um, I just hit mitts with the guys. Did some drilling stuff. You know, I hung out with them, him and uh, the owner, a couple other other guys there. Uh, met a few of the boys. Uh, went out to lunch. With them. Were you rolling with any guys out there? Any any of his guys? No, I didn't train with anyone. I wasn't really doing any kind of. That was, doing any, that was all done. Live. Yeah, all that stuff was done already. I was just hitting mitts and just doing drills and stuff. Just keep my mind sharp. Now, how much weight did you have to cut? Not that much. I cut down from 170 to 55 or 56, so that's not too bad. That's like pretty normal, actually. Because you looked, though, in the fight a lot bigger than the other guy, yeah. physically. Well, I wasn't even that big either. I think I was only, well, I was taller. I'm like taller and longer than him, but I was only, I think I was like 175 or 176 tops. So you, but you see, so you go out there, you, you're feeling really good. Yeah, I feel really good. Uh, we're going through the first round. In the first round, okay, I knew he throws like this switch kick, like left kick. And so I'm like kind of waiting for it, honestly, but I was waiting for it to come up high. And he threw and fucking hit me right in the liver, dude. It got me so good in the first round. So like, I just remember like, oh, fuck. Oh, keep your hands up, stupid. Like he's coming. 
and like threw some feints and like got him to like guess like poker face him enough to him let him know that I wasn't like hurt, but he fucking got me good, man, with a liver kick. Like my body still honestly hurts from it a little bit. Like, now, you, now you were landing some straight like flush punches. Yeah. Normally you land those guys go down. Yeah, he was eating them, dude. I landed a couple good uppercuts on him. I landed a couple good uppercuts on him, um, and a couple a uh, couple straight rights and a, and a couple straight lefts actually that I saw his eyes cross, and I'm like, dude, I know this dude's rocked. And he just ate that shit. Was you, like, oh was that, now, was that sometimes they say that uh, for fighters? Uh, they, they it's fucking discouraging, discouraging, dude. Yeah, dude. You, you, you hit a guy with your best shot, and you're like, why is he still here? It's like that dream where you're like just going to murder someone, but then you fucking, you could have any kind of weapon or whatever you want, and you're trying to murder this person, but nothing happens to them. They're just laughing at you. Like, okay, it's just so none of us have ever had that dream. Oh, I've had but, that oh, really? dream before. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Not surprised, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, He's had that dream. He's had that fucking reality with the chicken's <laughs> room and the machete. Yeah, your fucking life, you haven't had a dream like that. Like, you want to don't dream this shit. Like, he no lives it. This is Joe the Kid. So you're hitting this guy right now. Are you starting to doubt your own power? Are you going, maybe I don't have it today? No, I was just thinking more like I'm just going to keep hitting him. And I mean, eventually it's going to wear him down enough where, you know what I mean, I'll get more and more shots open. Now, you definitely won the fight. I was like hoping the judges weren't going to fuck you. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, oh, please don't fuck this guy. <laughs> I know. They might fuck me next time because what I said, though. <laughs> uh, what did you say? At the end, I was like, thank you, judges. I was like, some I, th- some I, th- I think like I thought the judges did me dirty because you can't really trust those fuckers. And you said that like, they're like, on TV. You said that? Oh, no, I didn't say fuckers. Oh, oh. But I was like, you can't <laughs> trust those guys. Um, and I was like, but like, thank you. <laughs> now, now that night, like that. North Carolina, are you are you slaying box? Are you going out? Are you partying? No, I went back to the hotel and just fucking hung out with like people. There wasn't even that many people there. Are there any chicks or at all? No. Really? Was, yeah, it was pretty dead. No, was, like country girls, Trump supporters, nothing. No. Really? Amazingly, no. Damn. I Did know, you go on Bumble or Tinder? No. <laughs> I can't do that kind of shit, dude. <laughs> Fuck. How does your body feel after a fight? Like, are you in pain? Are you sore, like, the night after? Or, like, I felt night? okay. Like, my face yeah. hurt because that fucking black eye was pretty gnarly. Uh-huh. Um, but other than that, I felt okay. That's like, impressive. My body hurts. My body still hurts. So, like, he got me good at liver kick. And I remember in the second round thinking, like, fuck, dude, this shit is, like, I'm, like, so worn out right now. Like, but you didn't look tired so at all. I felt like I did. I felt like I was just fucking running into dog shit. Really? Yeah. I, I felt like your cardio held up. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of guys look tired, and I didn't think you looked out of shape. But you felt like you were out of shape? Yeah, I just, I, I just felt super heavy. I don't know what it was. I got real heavy in the, in the like halfway through the second. Where did you eat the night before? Um, I ate real good. I ate pasta and some chicken. Um, huh. And then I had a good breakfast. I ate some pancakes, some eggs. So everything was good. Now, um, now did Al... Did he, did he respond at all to your call out? Oh no, I don't think so. I didn't see anything from him. He has this little he has this little uh, parody account though. I oh, yeah, yeah, into yeah, realty. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he sent you a flyer for an open house. Did he? <laughs> no, I'm uh, saying like, did Al like answer the call out? No, he sent you an open house flyer. Yeah. But, um, like that guy's always commenting on my shit, but that guy's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I happen to know that guy. He, he is. Oh, a, he is a really funny guy. <laughs> I'm just excited for all the people like before the fight that were like, "Who are you?" and "Good luck when you finally make it in the UFC." And now you're like, <laughs> "And then what?" And now what, motherfucker? You're like, "I just took this guy's undefeated record away." Yeah, now I got four straight. I feel like I'm gonna have more power in my hands now. Now, now, now did you have to? Uh, now, did you have to go back to work on Monday? No, I was. 
I was actually gonna go to work. I was gonna go work this last Monday, but I was still like kind of like a little sore. Like the the worst of my injuries are my fucking mat burn. Like the UFC needs to really change that canvas. It's fucking garbage, dude. Like no wonder no one wants to grapple when they fight. Now, what did your boss say? Uh, did, did people were all the carpet all the electricians were they all cheering for you? Was oh, yeah. I, got, I got a bunch of messages messages from from the boys in the union. Really? Yeah. What did they say? Like hell yeah! Like, like yeah, just like good job, like. Way to knock that fucker out or way to fuck that dude up. You know what I mean? Like, just stupid, typical shit. Now, were a lot of Brazilians talking shit to you? Was that most of it? No, just one. I just had one little troll that was fucking with me, and I think it was his friend. And it was pretty funny, actually, because I, I have a translator, so I was, like, just texting him back. But he wrote something about... I posted something about the fight, and then he posted something about, I'm going to learn what Hands of Stone feels like or something like that. <laughs> well, the translation's, like, weird, you know? So then I, I wrote something back, like... I wrote, ah, shit, what did I write? I wrote something back like, it doesn't matter, he's just a man anyway, and the man won't, no man dare stand in the devil's fire or something like that. Like, I was just like fucking with him. And then he wrote something about how he uh, he has Jesus on his back. Oh, by the way, we have some uh, stuff for you. I know you're not going to uh, take any of it because oh. of USADA, but uh, <laughs> if you know anybody. Oh, uh, speaking of USADA. Oh, by the way, uh, Speedweed. Woo, Christmas! Uh, Speedweed, uh, they're big fans of yours. Speedo is Speedweed, so he told me to make sure you get the roll-on CBD oil. Oh, fuck yeah. Thank and, you, guys. Uh, some stuff. Uh, we, I mean, this is, for, this is for everybody. We're going to divide it. Uh, but, but but yeah, so there you go. Right on. So we're, we, we were, Thank you, Speedweed. Yeah, we, we are oh, all shit. big fans. This is a CBD patch, a cannabis patch. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's what you get for coming on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about some fights coming up. We're trying to get to Carol Prater, uh, who's... <clears throat> A fan of the show and everything, but it's. A is scene. it the same Carlo Prado that's Phoenix Jones' brother? No, no, this is uh. uh it doesn't even look like a real phone. Number. Uh, Carlo Prado. <laughs> it's like thirty numbers. Yeah, yeah. It could have an international oh, code to it. Yeah, international code. Uh, I'm gonna ask him the Skype name. No, he's he's this guy that um, this dude like has been around forever. I was looking at, a, at this guy's record. He's a big fan. He fought in LFA last week and and won, but it was his first win in like eight fights or something. Uh, but. If you look at like some of the people that this dude's fought and beat, um, yeah, yeah, I was looking up his history. I was like, holy shit! And there's a lot of guys out here like this that and I love getting them on the show because I feel like a lot of there's a lot of unsung heroes out in the MMA world, um, and I like uh, I'm just a fan. Uh, so Carlo Ricardo Prater. Let me pause it until we get it. No, no, I just I just want to show you guys. He said like a hundred no fucking fights. Yeah, 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 and some of the guys he's beaten. He, he beat uh, Pat Healy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but all like yeah, he's lost up and down. Yeah, he, he just beat Eric Scotland in LFA, and but he lost to Rick Hahn, Diego Ferreira, lost TJ Grant, but he beat Eric Silva. Fuck, Heath was news like three times. Back the head. He beat Cameron Dollar back in the day. He beat oh, he lost shit. to Drew Fickett. He lost to Antonio McGee. He beat Dominique Robinson. He lost to Brock Larson. He, he beat Carlos Condit. He lost mm. to Carlos Condit. He beat Pat Healy. Uh, he beat Spencer Fisher. I mean, Jesus he beat Melvin Gillard. His nickname's Neo. He beat. Mel I mean, this dude's got like some fucking major wins. Um, yeah, that, uh, he was in the IFC. He was in WFC, MFC, Strike Force. 
He's a pretty good finisher too. He had three fights. Oh, he had three fights in the UFC. Yeah, so he says he wants to come on the podcast. He 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 reached out to me, and I'm like, of course I'm gonna have you on the podcast. Lost to Diego Fajardo. Wow. Yeah. Jim, he's fought fucking the who's who. Yeah. So I, I I'm like a guy like that. I would love. Thirty three and nineteen. But, the, but but it's never a good sound when he goes. Country code is five five. <laughs> like, like, well, because he's in Brazil. He's in Brazil. Do you know Do you know how to call Brazil from Skype? Fuck no, dude. All right. I mean, I, I used to well, talk to my German girlfriend on Skype. That's why I thought there shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, you said it won't be a problem. So why is this a problem? He probably talked to her, use a fucking username, not knowing. Did you use a username? Well, yeah, I have my own Skype. And anyway, all right. So facepalm. Facepalm. So let's talk about some of the fights coming up while we'll try to get Carl Prater on the show. Uh, Rowdy Beck is fighting our girl. Ashley Evans. Ashley They're Evans both Smith. our girls. Both our girls. But uh, How do you feel about that? Uh, I think it's a good fight. I think I can't believe that. Ashley's making 125. That's a. I think that's going to be one of the big, big variables. I can't believe Beck is. Beck's pretty big too, isn't she? No, Not as Beck big was as 115. Evans. She moved up 10. Ashley's going down 10 now. Yeah. I think that's going to be a huge variable for Ashley is dropping the extra 10. I mean, Ashley's got great wrestling, and that seems to be Beck's Achilles heel. Uh, True. So that and Black Penis. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't. Know. I think that's both of them. I don't know. I don't, yeah, that's true. So, um, so, 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 yeah. So, I would have to say the advantage goes to Ashley based on the fact she's a college wrestler. She's an all-American. Uh, so, well, we I, have seen her get rocked as well by a girl who's not really a striker in Marion Renault. And Beck hits hard. Beck Beck's hit got hard. good striking. He does. Um, and, and I really, I wonder, is Beck going to come to San Diego and work out at Alliance with those guys? Or is she going to stay in, you know, Australia for the camp? And that would have a lot to do with her game plan and what she brings to the table as well. Thursday, Roy Jones Jr. is fighting on Fight Pass. Uh, yeah, what the if, you don't, if you don't have Fight Pass, it's only nine ninety nine a month last, to watch Roy Jones Jr. It's his last boxing match ever, supposedly, um, <laughs> until like, the next one. Uh, yeah, so, that was like 10 years ago. So yeah, it's a kiss so he, reunion tour. He's fighching Scott Sigmund. I think about the high school deck. I, uh, <laughs> but I will watch it. I will fucking watch it. It was a Thursday night. Uh, I'm going to watch this. I got Fight Pass. I'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Uh, and then uh, this Saturday night, let's talk about the... Uh, Romero versus Rockhold. So the undercard, Ooh. Luke Jamu against Daichi Abe. I don't know who these guys Next. are. Next, uh, your boy Taruto Ishihara is on the card. I feel like guys like that that have names like that should have a nickname because, like, just yeah, 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 right. Like, Something. come on, let us let us just not fuck your shit up for the rest. Ishihara, of Ishihara is that the guy that like I love my I bitches. love my bitches. Wow, yeah, he's, he's fallen pretty far. I mean, I mean, he was at one point they were calling him like the next big star. Now he's on Fight Pass on this thing, but because he fought Artem Lobov, the goat, he beat Lobov, right? <laughs> but then it, he's lost a couple of them, right? Who did he get? He got knocked out recently. Didn't he get knocked out? Um, what is all this big hype behind that Lobov guy? No, he lost. Like, no, no, yeah, kind of, they're not hype behind him. He People lost to Lobov because, uh, he lost to Lobov and he lost to Gray Maynard by decision. Which was oh, kind of yeah, weird because yeah, yeah, Gray yeah. has had a major fall from. I was at the that top. fight. I was happy for. I was happy for Maynard on that fight. So he's fighting Jose Canones, Taco. Oh, Ben Nugent's fighting. Uh, yeah, Ben Gen. Oh, Ross Pearson. He retires every time he loses, which has been like <laughs> a lot lately. I love Ross Pearson, but the real deal. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. This is his fight to 
to win or lose, though, because Mizuta Hirota, he's been around a long time. He's a tough dude out of Japan, but like he's the one that Shinya Aoki broke his arm with a hammerlock and then flipped him off, and I think it was Pride oh, or yeah. Dream. Um, fucking ruthless. Pearson, uh, yeah, but that's another. Is this like the we've fallen from grace card? This is like and the just intervention like, card. The yeah, intervention. Is, is Joe Rogan the, the is, commentator telling everybody after the fight, maybe you're just not elite anymore? By the way, Brendan Schaub. Uh, I was going to ask you about that. So I guess he pissed off a lot of people uh, because he said he was watching, you know, the UFC. The, the pre-fight. The, the pre-fight where it was like Eve Edwards and who else? Tyron, Tyron and Karen Bryant. And Karen Bryant. And he's like, we get it. You're not racist. Are these the best guys we could have? Best people we could have in fighting? Which his thing was saying, like, you don't have to just put black people who aren't deserving of the thing. Like, there are better people. Which seemed like that's what he was going at. Which, if that's what you're going to say, if that's what you're going, just say that. If you're going to be, like, racist, just fucking be racist. You know, don't say, because because He's beating around the bush with it. Yeah, sort of be And you know what? I, I completely disagree with that. Uh, Eve Edwards is a, is a fucking star and uh, has... How many fights has that guy had? Uh, Tyron Woodley is a champion. Against Pioneer, and Karen Bryant so. you know, is good at her job, and she's been doing it for a long time. Um, so for him to say that is just kind of a, a shitty comment. And also for him to say that, like, like if you're going to say these aren't the best people, say that. But don't, don't, but don't preface it. Don't preface, don't, don't, you know, preface it with, oh, uh, we get it. You're not racist. Like, like look, look, if they had, uh, you know, I understand if, like, they had, you know, Raven Simone and, and Oprah and, and someone else that has Steve like, Harvey. And Steve Harvey. Go, we get it. You know, <laughs> these people have nothing to do with fighting. But you're talking about the UFC champion and a guy who's given his fucking life to the a sport. A legend and a really high fight IQ. And Karen Bryant's Edwards. good at what she does. She's a good commentator. So uh, she's good at, at, at being that personality. She's good at it. And the video circulating now, and I know Eve tagged Brennan on Twitter and was like, what the fuck is this? And yeah, and then, and then he backtracked. Uh, well, of course. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, it was, just, it was weird. It, the whole thing was weird. Unnecessary. Unnecessary, and, I mean, also, and also, like, also the way he went about it was kind of shitty because, like, like I said, if you're gonna be a, a jerk, just own it, you know, own it. <laughs> so I mean, if you want to play the heel, play the heel, but don't like try to play both sides of the fence, and then you get called out, and you're like, well, yeah, you know, this is weird. It's, it's weird. tough, man. And then, and then his, his thing was like, oh, well, I had Kevin Lee on the podcast, and that's why. What is that supposed to mean? That's like talking to a white person. It's like, I'm not racist. I have black friends. Like, it's it's so (laughs) fucked up. Fucking stupid. But the thing was, like, I, you know, I don't know. It just didn't really make any sense. And, like, there are times, I guess, you could make that argument. But that that specifically was not even close to one of those times, you know? No. Like... It didn't make any sense. It really didn't. It really made no sense. Uh, so anyway, Ben, Ben, I like Ben. I, I like Ben ever since he knocked out the bully, Julian Wallace. Uh, and then Juice, no, not yeah, the guy. And then Juicier Formiga. Juicier Formiga. He's number four. Yeah. Who did he beat to be number four? He is a very, very tough dude. He's been around a long time. When Flyweight came out, he was like one of the signings that everybody was getting excited for. Um, he's gone back and forth. You know, he lost to Dodson, lost to Benavidez, lost to Cejudo, lost to Borg, all title challengers. On here. But, you know, he's beat Carriasso. He choked out Jorgensen. Um, he beat Makovsky. He beat Wilson Hayes. Yeah, uh, beat right. Ju- Dustin Ortiz. His last fight, he choked out Uka Sasaki, who's not like the biggest name, but 
you know, it also shows that the flyweight division is kind of light in, in names at this point of guys that are getting up there to challenge. But tough jujitsu guy, really, really good black belt. And uh, I, hope I think this is, yeah, I think it's a stylistic I, matchup. I, I, like, I like Ben. I don't know why. Yeah, I me like, too. I just like to. Have ben you ever met him? Yeah. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He was, uh, he was at the same car when I fought in, uh, in Auckland. My manager manages him too, uh, Jason. I like your manager. He, he, really your manager cool sponsored my wrestling team. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, yeah. he's awesome. Jason House. Yeah, yeah. Jason House. He's, all right, so then also Jeremy Kennedy, who's undefeated, who talks so much at Team Alpha Male all the time, and they all respond to him. Uh, but he hates Team Alpha Male. I've never even heard of that guy. <laughs> Alexander <laughs> yeah. the Great, Alexander Volkanovsky, sixteen and Volkanovsky. one. Volkanovsky. Volkanov. Is he any good? I mean, sixteen to one. Obviously, he's, seems like he's, he's not a slouch. Uh, Although, he lands point he five point five three shots per minute. Although, like I said last week, I love these stats. We, we were we were going over this last week, and that girl who's ranked number second, Valentina, right? Shevchenko yeah. was fighting a girl that was not ranked. I'm like, how do you have the number two? But girl? undefeated. Uh, she was undefeated. But still, made no fucking sense. Isn't it that felt- like standard bracketing though? Like all football, like every sport is like that too, don't they? Like that's how they weed out the week. The number two, but not fighting. <laughs> not fighting. They have number two versus three, or number two versus four. Not numbers two versus UFC debut. Under, they- I mean eight. No, I mean we know. I mean Shane Crutchton. I love Shane. He was 8-0, but he was fighting homeless people at fucking oh, explode. explode FC. It was a little bit different of a circumstance, but, but yes, saying, I understand what you're saying. Speak. Oh, that's the guy that was messaging me huh, for a while trying to get uh, a Yeah, I love me. Shane, but ex- have you ever heard of Explode FC? No. It's a San Diego thing where literally they I had like... I think it's at the Border Patrol. It was like... <laughs> yeah, and it was like next to like a homeless shelter, and they're like, hey, you want a sandwich? Go fight somebody. Well, bum people, fights? Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. But they it don't wasn't even bum like, fight. It was bum fight versus actual fighter. And they so don't like oh, count it on sure dog. They don't consider it like a real fight organization so you don't see a lot of the wins or losses from that promotion on like recommend uh, and people are just building their records like because that was the one where they had like the 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 the, the mom fight where they had the mom fight uh alima mcfarland yeah fought, like an out of shape uh like oh my God. just dropped yeah. the kids off of practice i mean it was they did a whole expose on it they did a whole thing so i'm saying just because you're eight no it's just a, no. Know, I get it. I, I'm the kind of guy where I see someone eight no, and I'll look at people's records. I'll go on I'll be like who do you beat? But most people are not going to do that. They're going to go, oh wow, he must be pretty good. He's fucking, he's eight no. Well, yeah. I, I mean, that's the I casual was, fan. Yeah. I think with the Shevchenko thing, the predicament was nobody wanted to fight that girl. I mean, her only that's bullshit. I know it is. That's but not true. It, There's a lot of girls out there at 125 who. Are ranked number six, seven, eight. Jessica, I wanted to fight. I mean, I'm pretty the, sure PVZ was offered that fight and turned it down. Yeah, because she wants to fucking take butt selfies. But but I'm but I'm saying there are a lot <laughs> of people out that. there. No, I, don't get me wrong. I would, but she, dude, she's getting a keep, little ridiculous. You keep taking your selfies, Paige. She put something on Instagram the other day that she's like, check out the view, right? And she's looking outside, and you could see her fucking. Tie her ass, pretty much. I mean, you could see what she had for breakfast, and I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but but it is a little bit like check out the view. Like, what are you? Maybe doing? she doesn't want to be like the nice, the nice girl anymore. Like she's a got reserved, engaged. like and she's got engaged. If my I, wife I was like, check out the view. I'd be like, babe. Let me check out the fucking view. Like, <laughs> not everybody on fucking Instagram. Like, and, and, take and like, the mirror out from behind you, please. But be a little bit better with that. Don't put. Don't fucking. Let be a little bit more subtle. Maybe she doesn't know how because she was the good girl for so long. No, she and... was raised in a fucking cult or something. Like, <laughs> there's something weird about her and Sage Northcutt. Like, I I don't know what it is. Those two are both like. 
I don't find them. Look, they're attractive. Not. I don't, I don't want to fuck Saves. I was gonna say. No, but I'm saying like. Okay, Paige Van Zandt. Is it this one? Paige Van Zandt. Yeah, that one. Paige Van Zandt is an attractive female. That's not even as bad as you think. As you but, portrayed it out but to be. It's more than check out the view. Fucking thing. Look, Paige Van Zandt is an attractive female. I feel cheated. All right. <laughs> look, Paige is an attractive female. Okay. I don't even follow her either. But there's something about her that's not. Hot to me. I don't know why. There's way like like the Jesse Jess girl to me is way hotter. Dude, she's fucking hot. Oh god. But she doesn't write check out the view. Like fucking a wean dog here all the time. I'm all on the Jesse Jess train, dude. There's a lot of look, I think the other girl, the other girl, the fucking the girl we just talked about, Marion Renault. And Ashley Evans, to me, they're hotter than Paige Van Zandt. I don't yeah. know why. If you look at like standard fucking hotness, but there's something about her that's an- annoying to me. Does she I mean, remind you of like the pretty high school girl, like when you're back in high school, the girl that you look at and you're like, oh, I'm never gonna get that girl, that bitch. I don't know if that's it. <laughs> that bitch. I, well, I, I don't think I called her the bitch, but, but <laughs> I, I, I was die tragically. I was probably cutting weight and fucking during high school. Like, dude, people, but, people were like, when she, when Paige fought Rowdy Beck, and I'm like, Rowdy Beck's one of the hottest chicks in the UFC, and they're like, what about Paige? I'm like. I don't know. There's something about Paige and uh, something about a girl that tries too hard, that knows she's hot, that makes her unhot in some weird fucking way. I, I don't know what it is. You know, maybe, you know what I remember? Maybe that they, UFC pushed her so hard that that's annoying to me. Or I don't know what. We, we had a guest, Anthony Gutierrez, on the show. Yeah. It was a while ago. Right. And he even said, you know, if these girls weren't paraded in front of us as the UFC, like a 10 in the UFC is probably like a 6 or a 7 in every day. No, life. that's and not even true. He said this. I'm he's just an saying. idiot. That kid's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I you like know, him, but he's a moron. He, <laughs> he might have he means well, he's a, a little bit idiot. of a... No, if you saw her walking down the street and didn't know who she was and saw every other girl, you know, maybe she wouldn't be. These girls ranked. are in the gym three times a day. They're fucking working their ass off. They have great asses. They have fucking yeah. abs. They're and, and when they go out and get done up, it's like fucking yeah. hot. I'm a, I'm a little attracted to fighter chicks too. But. Fighter chicks are attractive, especially yeah. when they get done up. I'm not saying they're not hot. I'm more annoyed by like the fact that like they were putting her on dancing that she has a book out when she's 21. I'm like, for what? Yeah, like 21. Like how to take selfies? Wait, yeah. she's 21. She's my age. Yeah, I'm about to bust. What? What the fuck? The bust? Please leave. <laughs> wait, 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 can you finish? Your, not that, you, like a blood vest, like on my forehead. Uh, uh, like um, you like may want to clarify. So, so you said you had a funny story you want to tell us, by the way. Want to get that to right now? Or you want we can. Let's go the right car? now. Tell us the story, <clears throat> dude. I've had a weird <laughs> ass week. So I matched with this girl in OK Cupid, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> have mercy on her soul. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm gonna like sign for one of these sites just to fucking fuck with you guys. You gotta do it, dude. <laughs> just fuck with him. Can't go on, the go shit on. Out so what happens? And then show up. Find you guys. <laughs> so we're talking. I find out um, she tells me that she's from Kazakhstan, dude. Okay. Oh I'm shit. Like, Very nice. How much? I swear the first thing like Borat. Is the first thing that comes to my yeah, head. Yeah, and they all get mad when you say that. Like, oh, what do you, yeah. what do you, is that not real? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think the first thing I said to they, her they was? They fucking hate. They're like, no, we get it. He's not from fucking Kazakhstan. All right, go on. So what happened? Oh, so we're talking for a couple days, and then um, Friday comes around. your credit card number? Uh, no. Did you drop the line of like, hey, baby, how do you like it? No, no, no. But uh, I, let him finish. Go I know I did say the line where, you know, my, my parents are gone. Come on over. Right. Uh, this is like after like... <laughs> This is like after two days of talking on the phone. Was and then, but did she live in Kazakhstan? You yeah, how high is your phone like, bill well, now? Like, where did she live? Oh, no, she lives um, She lives down here. She moved here a couple years ago. She's on American soil. Right. Yes. So oh, yes. That's, that's a big <laughs> about to be right under American soil. 
That's good. So what happened? So she comes over, we're talking a little bit. Uh, we're watching uh, that '70s show or something. Things start to get heated, dude. You know, we start we start making out, and then um, you can tell that she's super foreign, dude, because someone wasn't right with the ways that she was kissing. Well, how is she kissing? You see, <laughs> the back of his head, like she was kissing like super like fast pecky kicks. Like was she grabbing her own dick? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what happened? But it was just weird. It was weird. Um, so things start to heat up. I say, oh, God, let's just go in my bedroom. You know, it's time. You know, it's time. Yeah. Is that what you actually say? I want to know what you actually no say. Way. Wait, after how long? I'm kissing her. Maybe like 15 minutes. You go, it's my bedroom. It's, it's time. <laughs> what are you putting in work? What are you, you see, it's time is before the 15 minute <laughs> what, decision. What are you, Bruce buffer? Buffer? <laughs> it's time. Like, oh my God. All right, so what happened? <laughs> so. We go in my bed and, um, you know, we're feeling up on each other. I'm like, damn. Wait, why like, is she feeling up on you? Wait, is she feeling up on you? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Okay. That's and uh, what? you know that's when you're with, a, you're with a girl and you, you go like to touch her pussy a little bit, but without letting her know that you're going to touch her pussy, you just like go rub it's around. It's called rape. Okay. No, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, no. I get it. I get it. Right. Go on. Slow, slow rape. Okay, so I, on. you know, what's the one thing you don't want to feel when you go down there? A right? cock. <laughs> Well, besides yeah. that, balls, uh, dryness. No, besides that, a lot of Lose hair. Beef. Besides that, um, he likes hair. Remember, uh, herpes. No, no, no. I'm talking like scars, roast beef, oversized clit, blood, tampon, big ass Kotex pad. Oh god, is that what you, you found? Yeah, but it's no big deal. Wasn't the first time of the so weekend his hands right, were bloody. So what, so what happened? Well, she said it was like her second day in her period, so you know it was a heavy flow that day. Right. And I don't want to be like, is this a Kotex pad? So I, I barely touch it. I, I figure out what it is. I just ignore it. And you know, it goes. It's hard though. to figure out with the whole string and the fucking. It's not a string. It's like yeah, a pad you put in the panties. Oh, okay. Where the blood just drips onto it. All right, go on. See, and I don't, I'm, I don't get bothered by that, you know. Um, so I try to convince her a little bit more to take off her panties. Vaginas are fucking disgusting. They're so gross, dude. <laughs> I, I fucking love them. Fuck you. I mean, I right. do too, but, but wait, they're, so, they're just yeah. so weird and gross. All right, go on. Right, go and you know, she's a young girl. She's very shy and embarrassed about it. I say, don't worry. How girl. young is she? I don't know. 15? <laughs> I think she's like 18, 19. Uh, you should probably be sure. Well, I hope on. she's 18, 19, dude. Is she in college? You don't, don't card at my grandma's house. Yeah, she's in college. Okay, there you go. Well, she's in college. She's good, I yeah. think. All right, go on. So I say, yo, baby, don't worry about this. And I just go down there and just eat her pussy. While she's on her what? pants? Yeah, Get dude. out of here, dude. Yeah, oh, dude. Hold. oh, my <laughs> God. You're God. fucking disgusting. No, no, the thing is, you can't... You can't you a vampire? What, what the, the thing fuck? is, the fuck is wrong with you? You can't go to the hole. You, you just got to stay up towards the clitoris. Right. Okay. Right? So you don't want to get too nasty, but I did get pretty nasty. Joe, you're banned from the show. No, no, it's all right. Wait, so just stay away from the mic. Okay, so, so now, was your, <laughs> now, now, now did you get blood in your mouth? Uh, yeah, it's just like more like uh, on my chin area because, you know, I'm trying to stay up towards the clit, but my chin oh my is still digging God. into her pussy. Okay. It's no big deal. And then, you know... It's no big deal. But she made me wear a condom when I went to go actually uh, have intercourse, make love. She made me wear a condom, but I was like, what the fuck, dude? Why, why you wanted to fuck her without a condom? Hell yeah. But then your penis gets all bloody. So? Hmm. Well, I mean, if she has, well, she probably wouldn't have had it. Also, by priority. the way, this is one of those girls you see and you're like, holy shit, what am I doing with this girl? Just she's because super she's, hot. She's super hot. Like, her body is like a 10. I've never had a girl this beautiful before. Right, right, right. You know? You so, know, I mean, now, now, so you had sex with her? Yeah. And that's pretty much the rest of the night. I go take her home. And then, you know, I like her so much, we decide to hang out the next day. Uh-huh. And so I go pick her up. I drive her to her house. I park in front. I'm like, all right, I'm here. And she's like, okay, come inside. I'm like. You already did. 
Oh, no. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta All right, go on. I'm like, okay. So I go inside, and her parents are in there, dude. Oh, shit. Arranged what marriage? Happened? She's Arranged like, marriage. Yeah, she's like, I want you to meet my parents. Wow, that was shit. quick. I know. I was like, I've only been talking to her for like three days, and I just banged her the night before. Did, did, did she have a little brother on, on my wrestling team? I have no more words for wait, this. So, wait, so you met her parents? <laughs> yeah, and they don't they barely speak a lick of English. Did dude. you tell them what happened the night before? No, 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 Okay, no. all right. Uh, so I go in and her did dad... Did you smell my finger? This is your daughter? <laughs> this was, I wasn't expecting this, dude. This and was did you so still have the blood on your, on your chin from when you met him? I don't think so. No, no, no. Okay, so he, he showered. He, he's like a super hardcore like Russian dude. Then right. his, her mom is too. Not a Russian, a Russian dude. dude. A hardcore like, Russian dude? What's his name? Rusev? I don't know what the fuck Boris. his name was. All right, so what happened? So he's wearing a headlamp on his head. A headlamp? Yeah, I'm like, why I don't know. Wearing what, a headlamp? I don't know. He was searching her for STDs <laughs> after he, him. Was he a minor? Like, why? Why did he have I don't know. I'm like, I, I told him, like, uh, nice to meet you guys. Uh, I said, that's a nice headlamp, and he's like, thank you. I've been working in garden. Oh, okay. I'm uh, planting trees. And I, so you've been working in the garden too. Do I? And I yeah. told him, like, yeah, I'm a tree man myself. Garden of bleeding. So you said you're a tree man. Yeah, I said I'm a tree man. Like, I don't know what the fuck to say, dude. I'm like, I'm a tree man myself. And he's like, very good. I'm like, yeah, Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah, dandrophiliac. I said, I said Christmas trees. And he's like, okay. And then that was it, dude. I just like, I tried to get out of there as fast as I could. had no fun clue. Did you hang out with Did you take her with you? Yes. So what, what, where'd you guys go? Uh, we went to Starbucks. The yeah. I had a gift card for Starbucks. We went to Starbucks and I took her to my college campus because nobody's ever there at nighttime. Okay. And what did you do with her there? We walked around. <laughs> and a new episode of Special Victims Unit. CSI Ukraine. How do you feel about so, so, meeting par- people or girls' parents like all right, so, oh, so when was this? How long ago was this? This was like two days ago. Yeah, we okay. knew her like for two days. That's a little so you're gonna, but you've already had sex with her within 15 minutes of meeting her. Yes. So, so you like her? Oh yeah. Okay. There you go. So you gonna see her again? Yes. Oh, good. So this is your girlfriend. Well, I do want to bang her when she's not on her period. That's always a good thing. That was that was a lot a lot of hair. A lot of Russian girls are hairy. Dude, it was like baby skin, dude. I, you know, normally you go down yeah, no, a girl. Well, Russian girls shave, I think. There's like, well, I'm talking about. You know, when you feel like a pussy is like a little prickly. Yeah. There was nothing like that. Wow. Dude. I mean, is that because she was 10? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But that was weird. I was freaking out, dude. All right. So now are, you, are you in love? No. Oh. With her body, yes. Yes. But there is a little bit of a language barrier because she barely speaks English. Okay. That's a perfect barrier. Yeah, I think so. How are you doing with the ladies? Anything? No. I don't understand. You're in the UFC. Nobody knows who he is. You are, shut up. <laughs> no one knows who you are either. I some followers. Everybody knows me. Dude, I got into the fucking Uber driver, and someone's like, this fucking Uber driver was like, so what do you do? I'm like, I'm a comedian. What's your name? He asked me like five questions. Like, oh, Adam Hunter. He goes, I never heard of you. I go, <laughs> I, go I never heard of you either. And it was, it was the fucking most awkward 45 minute fucking Come to drive. the dime tonight. <laughs> Fuck you. He asked me the questions. I didn't fucking volunteer. This is what I do. And anyway, so, uh, but you are an elite athlete. You're in the union. You have a job. How old are you now? The 30? union. So I'm 35. 35. Why are you single? What's going on? Good know. looking. When was the last time you got laid? Pretty recently. How long ago? Before my fight. Uh-huh. Right before my fight. Was it an ex or? No. Uh, was it a friend? A rando. A new. A new one. Wait, you mean, was it Instagram? That's what he does. Instagram? He goes on Instagram <laughs> and he finds hot chicks and then fucking DMs them. Wait, that works, dude? Not for you. Yeah. <laughs> I've, done that like, I've done that like twice. Yeah, right. Every time. But it I'm worked like, twice. Wow. So that, that's how you met her? Ben a thousand. Yeah. Was she an Instagram model? No. She's a really cute chick, actually. We have a lot of mutual friends. And I've kind of been creeping on her for a little bit. And I told one of her friends that I wanted to jump her bones. 
but then I didn't really like Jump I didn't really bones. chase her. Yeah. Jump her bones. What does that mean? <laughs> you have sex with her. Back in the well, he, Vince is fifty. Back in the day, you, know, <laughs> you, you would say things to women like, "I want to jump your bones." Not, it didn't actually mean like I want you. Jump your bones, Sandy. Like CB actually wants to jump on people's bones, literally just jumping. <laughs> and how are you, Mister Engagement? Is it different? Uh, I was just about to say I'm just really glad I'm engaged and not in the same dating pool as this fucking creature over here. Because <laughs> who knows? Like, right. imagine us being Eskimo brothers. I'd probably cut my dick off. Dude, I did. I did the worst when I found out I'm Eskimo brothers. But like, like celebrities, and I was like, oh Jesus! Christ. Like, God damn it! Fuck it all! Are you not like yes? Uh, this is good enough for you. It's good enough for me. In a weird way. Uh, by the way, um, I, I tell you, so I'm having a daughter. I'm having a baby girl. Yes, yeah. Awesome. Congrats. Dude, so my wife takes me. We, first of all, she's been like, yesterday she fucking texted me like, $800 she goes for a high chair. She's like, it's the highest high chair around. I'm like, <laughs> 20 feet I tall. was like, you're the highest wife around. I'm not paying fucking $800 for a fucking high chair. Dude, so we, we, we go there to get to look at the... Uh, What's the, you know, the, the, the uh, sonogram. And yes. I've been away the first couple times for the first couple. I, I've been away on the road. So I go there with her and she tells the nurse, oh, this is the first time Adam's seeing the baby. And I was like, oh, I want to make sure it was mine. And then, <laughs> and then, oh, and then all of a sudden. Did you look at it and it had a microphone in its hand? Yeah, pretty much. But all of a sudden my wife's like, he's a comedian. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, I got the he's a comedian. Oh, fuck. I've been writing a couple jokes about it. I go, yeah, I want to protect my wife. Like her first, I want to protect my daughter. Like her first words are going to be time's up. Time's up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I thought it was going to be a boy. She really wanted a girl. I mean, she's like, if it's a boy, I'm going to cry for weeks. That's what she said. Like, oh, that's fucked up. I know, right? But She's, she's going to really, regret having a girl. I didn't want to have to name the boy. I was like, I kept going back and forth. It's easier because she's gonna name the girl Violet. She wants to name it Vi- so I think it's good because it sounds like violence. So, violence. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call her violence. Or if she fights Violet, violence, Hunter, yeah, Greenberg, yeah, yeah, something, whatever. I, not, I don't, I'm gonna have, definitely get her into jujitsu and wrestling, and you know, there's a little girl. She's also not gonna leave the house, so she's 30. Yeah, not around near you. I, I tell you We're never recording in your fucking place ever again with this <laughs> fucking mutant. <laughs> I've told so many. She's 10. I'm telling my friends, I'm like, I'm having a girl. Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> She's she's ten. Uh, is that is that okay? No, I mean, he he knows that that's way too young. And I will I will tell you we do have sterilizers at the tattoo shop, so I can take that mic and go sterilize it. All right, so Rob Wilkinson's fighting <laughs> Razor Rob Wilkinson. Who's he? He's he's good, right? Razor Rob. Like, was he on the? No, that's uh, the other, another Wilkinson. He's fighting Israel Adayasa. I'm not going to lie to you. The first time I saw Israel's name, I thought he was the giant Hawaiian ukulele-like singer, and then I realized he died like 10 years ago or something. Mm. Uh, The one that sings sings BJ Uh, Penn's walkout song that he comes uh, out to at first? Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Uh, Damian Brown. Damian Brown is fighting D. Hyung Kim. How many fucking Don Kims are there? There's two. This is Maestro. Is there? Yeah, there's the lightweight and the welterweight. The welterweight hasn't fought in fucking God knows forever, but this is the lightweight one that uh, fought Polo Reyes at 199. They got fight of the night because they beat the fucking shit out of each other. Dong Young Kim always comes to fight, but Damian Brown ain't no fucking joke either. This could have fight of the night written on it. Going to be a tough scrap. All right, okay. Looking forward to it. Uh, then Jake Matthews, who, like, start off, like I, we had him on the podcast, and I remember he was a well, nice he was fighting kid. Johnny Case, and he was a nice kid, but he's like, yeah, I'm a, he's like, he was like in between classes, still in college, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you're in the UFC, man. It's time to you can't do this. Yeah, I, it's I, one or the other. I'm sorry, dude, but and then since then he's he he lost three fights, one of them to Kevin Lee, who Kevin Lee does say he had these he was the strongest guy he's ever fought. 
is Jake Matthews. He's he a just big... he needs he needs a real camp. I think I think he's gotten serious. I think he needs to leave Australia. Australia. He's fighting Lee. Jeng Liang, the, the leech. leech. Is he any good? The leech. The leech. This guy's tough as fuck, yeah, dude. He's he's, he's really fun to watch. Really tough. Good scrapper. Good on the feet. Um, this is another one, man. This is a stylistic matchup because Jake Matthews is he can hold his own on the feet, but he's more of a grappler wrestler type guy. Especially with Kevin Lee saying he was one of the strongest guys he's ever fought. So this is this is a really good matchup. Um, but I think I think Matthews can out grapple him. Plus it's in his hometown, so he doesn't even have to travel. I hope so. I like Matthews. He's a good kid. Basically, they're banking the entire card on Mark Hunt versus Curtis Blades, uh, which. I hope I Curtis, Bla- Curtis Blades was. Curtis Blades is Greg Wilson's was, favorite fighter. He's awesome. He's, got a, he's actually really good. He was a great college wrestler. He started taking fighting seriously recently. He, his only loss is to uh, Ngano. And he gave Ngano a, a good fight, and then I think it was an injury oh, or something that that took him out. But Mark Hunt, you know, it's like that fight last week. It's like with uh, what I worried about last week with uh, Machida versus Eric Anders. Uh, Eric Yo Anders. boy. I, which, by the way, that fight. My comment on that fight is, uh, Eric Anders looked good in that fight. He he, he his stock raised mm-hmm. even in losing to Machida. However, it was just a veteran versus a guy who's had three UFC fights. It's I mean three. He he walked into a gym after you know he was a college athlete. Blah blah blah. He said he walked into the gym his first day. The first day walking the gym, Walt Harris is there, and they go spar <laughs> him, and and Walt Harris beats the living shit out of him. Never fought before. Never put on gloves. Never wrestled, <laughs> and Wal Harris just beat him up. But it shows you how how, how, you how far he's come. Because Wal Harris at that point was in the UFC, and he's like, "Yeah, my gym's a little different. We don't do shit like that." But oh, Eric, Eric Anders, Anders, Eric Anders probably could have beaten Machida. I mean, he just didn't land that punch he needed to land. But I do fear the same thing's going to happen in this fight, where Mark Hunt will out, uh, kind of like what Mark Hunt did to the Black Beast here, where he's just out veteran him, out savvy him. He's been around the block too much. Uh, I hope it doesn't happen. I hope Blades wins. I think Hunt needs to stop fighting. He's got three fights. He's got two fights after this one left on his contract, and he said as soon as it's done, or as soon as it's over, uh, he's trying to get him in real quick and leave the UFC, which means welcome to another alternate for the heavyweight Grand Prix in Bellator. But what does he have to prove? Nothing. What does Mark Hunt have to prove? Nothing. Mark Hunt amazingly has a lot less fights than I would think he'd had for being around for so long. But he's he's also had a lot of kickboxing fights. He's had a lot of kickboxing fights. But I mean, that guy, I was at the fight with Overeem where I thought he died. But Overeem landed that knee... Oh my god! That was it. Was the loudest knee I've ever heard in my life. And I look at my wife, and she's shopping for wedding dresses. <laughs> and I was like, I told her, I'm like, babe, I'm not taking fights anymore. I, that was the greatest thing I ever seen in my life, as far as fighting. And you're, she goes, okay, fine, okay. But I'm, she's like, well, who? She's like, well, who are you gonna take? I go, anyone that will. And then, and then, right? Then she goes. Five minutes later, she goes, this fight's awesome. It hadn't even started yet. The guy was walking to the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I, I, I've had people hit me up a lot on Twitter when this got announced and, and with Blades, his last few, you know. People are saying he's a future heavyweight champion and he's just not quite there yet. But a lot of people have been telling me he's going to beat Mark Hunt. He will be. He will, he'll beat Mark Hunt. He, Blades is really good. And I, I've been reading a lot of articles about him. And it, when, when he fought in Gano, he was training like twice a week. Like he, yeah, and he, he, he wasn't even taking it seriously. And he lost due to what was it, doctor stoppage or round he stoppage? He in Colorado like with uh, what's it, with Neil Magny. Oh, he's at elevation over yeah. there. Okay. And, uh, so I don't. So I think that uh, he actually said that Neil Magny is the hardest working guy he's ever seen train. 
And that's when I started to think maybe Nagy might beat Condit because everyone was sleeping on Condit. And then I heard him say that, and I'm like, eh, maybe. But then again, look, I, I, I watched Ben Henderson train, and I'm like, well, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anybody work this hard. Yeah. Like, Ben Henderson is a fucking machine of the gym, yeah. but it doesn't always show in his fights as of late. Magny's kind of one of those guys that just, like, wins the ones he people think he's not going to and then loses the ones that he really shouldn't be losing. But he has that thing that you can't teach, which is heart. I mean, that I mean, look at the Lombard, Lombard fight. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that's the thing with wrestling. Like, there was a kid on my... This kid I... Uh, on my team, it was Korean, black, and like Mexican. This little kid, goddamn, I love this. Is it kid. Ben Henderson's kid? He grew up that fast. He's a great kid, but he has he was on his back, and then I'm like I'm like Bridge, punch through. You know, Bridge, punch through. Stood up, faced him, got the guy down in Iowa, which is a cow catcher. If you're listening, you know, I put the kid on his back and pinned him all of them one minute, and he that's just things, that's something you can't teach. Matt Hughes, Frank Trick Fucking too. Heart, heart is something that like I I think maybe you could sort of teach it, but it's something that you either have or you don't. It is. Uh, and Magni has it, and other guys have it, and Edgar has it, and even Maynard has it. I mean, these guys who you see it. And then there are guys that are just bullies that seem to, like, they are the bully, but then when they get bullied back, they just can't take it. I think we've come to establish who might have the biggest heart in the UFC, though, and I would hand that over to Darren Elkins. Oh, Darren Elkins, yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll get the shit kicked out of him for two rounds and then just pull off a miraculous comeback yeah. finish, and it's just <laughs> I like, was at the how fight. the fuck do you do that? The, the fight I was at against uh, the Slavic kid, whatever his name is. Oh, Mirsad Bekdig. Yeah, oh, my God. It was a shellacking, and yeah. then it flipped, and you're like, how? Be and Bekdig didn't know where he was. Like, that was one of, like, I was K-side, and he got knocked out, and he, and he got back up, and he was like, what, what happened? Why'd you stop the fight? That's probably the scariest fucking it's, thing. It's the damage Does that tattoo. that to you when you got slammed on your head? Yeah. I mean, I knew what happened, but it's just kind of like the light turns off and then right back on and then like... Dude, I was at that missing fight. some time. I was fourth row cage side for that fight and I was so sad because we had met like earlier in the week and I was just like, this guy's a fucking like a future just sure prospect, badass, and then Kabbalah just fucking dumped you. I was yeah, just dude. like, fuck, I man. I fucking cried so hard that idea. That shit was so depressing. <laughs> I'm surprised more fights after that kind of shit doesn't happen. Like, the guys don't want to keep fighting. I'm surprised, like, like when the fights get stopped and then the guys shake hands, that there's not more people like, no, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm like, wow, that actually, like... Uh, Elkin's power comes from his tattoo. Oh, God. So, <laughs> Yoel Romero versus Luke Rockhold. Uh, Yoel Romero's got to be 80 years old at this point. I mean, how old is that guy? He was yeah, like, but dude, he fights like he's in his fucking 20s still. Like, that dude's so explosive in the first round. Oh, he's amazing. I mean, he, when he knocked out Weidman, fuck. Dude. But I still think Rockhold's going to win this fight. I think so, too. I, I going to outclass You know, I was, I've been 50-50 about this fight, and Yoel, you can never count him out of any fight. Like, when he knocked out Machida with elbows from guard, I was like, what the fuck just happened? But Rockhold, he switched it up. He's not doing full camps at AKA now. He's been going to Florida to train with Henry Hooft, who, in my opinion, is probably one of the top three striking yeah, coaches in the game. But then again, that means he's not training with Cormier. And no, I mean, he's doing both. He's He's been doing both. He's been doing AKA and, you know, going to Florida. And I think that's a huge step up for him. I mean, his striking, even back in Strike Force, was incredible. But now you're really honing in on it, but still working the wrestling. I think he has the potential to knock Romero out. I think he's going to do the let's follow the Robert Whitaker plan of how to beat you all. Right? Yeah, he wants that belt back. You know, um, I like Rockhold. Rockhold's a fucking. 
I asked him one time. I, I had heard he banged this celebrity and that he banged her in front of like all of her friends. I'm not going to say who it was. Like, so I was like, I thought that was one of the coolest things ever. Can I ever. take a try? So he was like, so I thought that was a cool story how like a couple girls in a room with Rock and Rockhold is having sex with a girl and they're telling him like how she likes it. I'm like, that's crazy. But like fucking, so I asked him, I, went, I sat next to him at, uh, I, I, no, I, I, so I, I sat next to him at, at the MMA awards. I'm like, yo, dude, you got to tell me, man. I heard you banged in front of all our friends. Is that true? He looks at me, he goes, not all our friends. I was like, oh, oh my that God. motherfucker. Like, like that's like, I was like, holy shit. I was like, that's dude, motherfucker. Rockhold's a bad dude, that's man. Awesome. He's one of the most yeah. well-rounded guys ever, and people were talking about, even you know years ago, oh, he has no jiu-jitsu game, and then he just starts fucking subbing people left and right. The, he's good Everywhere, he's been like, super unready for a long time. I feel, yeah, he's he was one even you know, back in the day. I was just like, holy shit, that that's who, yeah. yeah. So anyway, mm. uh, <laughs> so yes, so what else do we talk? So Frankie Edgar, so Max Holloway got hurt, so now uh, the Edgar fights sucks. off, which sucks because the night before I'm, I'm doing the dirty at thirty. Uh, what's the casino? Uh, South Point. Point. South Point. I will be there at 12.30 at night, headlining, the night before, and I was going to try. I heard they might cancel the event now, if that's true. I'm hearing, I didn't hear anything about a cancellation. Edgar tweeted the other day, or Instagram the other day, I'm still ready. I will still be in Vegas March 3rd to fight. I know Cody Garbrandt put his uh, name in the hat, because Edgar came out and said, I don't give a fuck. I want to fight any weight, anybody. And they're both with Ali Abdulaziz. They're both. Is Cody now with yeah, Ali? Yeah, yeah. I think they're both. I with thought him. I saw conflicting reports so, on Twitter, but so, could be Cody and Edgar, or you know, so, so somebody. Somebody tried good, to tell I me. Mean, was that a, so? Now Cody would go to forty-five, or would Frankie make thirty-five for that fight? No, I think. I, I think see. Cody would have to go up because you're on, you know, a few weeks. You're on like four weeks' notice. I don't think you know. Yeah, he'd go up. Cody would rather Cody, not. If he wins now. He has nothing to lose that fight. He loses, he's, he goes back down to 35. If he wins, he beats Frankie Edgar, the number one guy, basically, at, at 45. Well, they offered... It's a bad fight for Frankie because what does he have to gain by that? <clears throat> yeah. they, they offered Cody TJ rematch, and TJ turned it down, said, I have a five-week-old baby or a five-month-old baby, and I'm not taking a fight on four weeks' notice to a dude that I don't think deserves an immediate rematch. Which is bullshit. I mean, he, I mean that, that fight wasn't exactly a one-sided beatdown. No, it wasn't. You know. It wasn't. But, you know, I, really? I would rather see it full camp. In the first round, yeah. yeah. I would rather see it on full camp. The funniest thing was somebody said to me the other day, he goes, well, Nate Diaz is going to step in and fight Edgar. And I'm like, Nate's not making 45? <laughs> what the fuck? He's like, he can make 45. I'm like, no, he fucking no, can't. Who said that to you? I swear to God. Uh, but whatever. Uh, well, listen, I, thought, I heard they were going to give it to Brian Ortega was going to step in. I, I'm hearing that one is probably the closest one to done. That'd be a good fight. Like but that. the problem is, you know, if Edgar loses that fight, he can't get his title shot, and that sucks. But I love the matchup. I love that matchup. But... Yeah, I mean, we'll I, think, I think Michael Johnson deserves it. Give it to, give it to Michael. <laughs> I mean, but also, it Poirier, is yeah. it for interim 145 again? Are we bringing that stupid shit back? Is it going to be for interim 145? Or is it just number one contender? I don't know. Speaking going back to Holloway, did you see what uh, him and McGregor posted to each other on Twitter? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. my God. That was pretty funny. Well, I also yeah. like that Holloway turned around and was like, I went to the doctor and told him, can I cut my leg off and still fight? And he goes, no, I don't think so. 
And like Holloway is the type that would fucking saw his leg off, go fight, and then be like, "All right, put it back on." What, what is McGregor doing now? They're saying that McGregor might fight Mayweather again in boxing. Yeah, uh, does anybody want to see Mayweather that? Mayweather, that stupid ass thing in the cage, in the cage that yeah. Dean Thomas fucking owned him on. What did he do? Dean Thomas went in the cage trying to look like Mayweather, and he was like, "Floyd Mayweather, Money Mayweather, 2018." MMA, don't count it out. And then Cara de Zapato throws a fucking spinning wheel kick and cracks Dean Thomas. And he hits the deck and it's just like laying there, like, duh, what just fucking happened? Oh, that's pretty it funny. It was, you gotta find it. It was so fucking funny, dude. That, that's really funny. And then there was also something also that was funny. Uh, um, so, Kobe, Kobe Covington, Covington fought. In WWE, in some kind of fake wrestling. Well, not, I mean, pro wrestling. I don't think it was Impact. I don't think it was WWE. And he I think had a it guy, was just. Tyquil Woodley, this fat guy who, who dressed up as Tyra Woodley. But he called him Tyquil because <laughs> that's what he's been Tyquil calling Tyron. I got to admit, that's. Didn't he funny. beat the shit out of him in like yeah, seconds? Yeah, he just beat the shit out of Tyquil Woodley. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, after <laughs> February 18th, which is the following week, uh, let's talk about Kobe Says uh, Northcutt is fighting. Theobald Goaty? Who the fuck's that guy? Theobald Goaty? Yeah. Who's that guy? Uh, I think I saw him at 7-Eleven down the street, which, <laughs> random, but did you see the video of Sage tasing somebody and then he got tased? No. <laughs> yeah, he lets his like training partner or friend tase him in the ass. Uh, also on that card, James Vick is fighting Trinaldo. If James Vick Which wins, one? Oh, that's awesome, Texas. Fuck. Yeah, if, if Vick wins, he's gotta get a. You gotta give him a top ten guy. Dude, he was pissed. He wasn't on the. He wasn't well, like main eventing the. They Austin have him both ranked number fourteen. How is that possible? <laughs> so if they lose, are they, if a guy loses, he's still fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> if he wins, he's like. Who's how are, here? How are they both ranked for fourteen? That's so fucking weird. Uh, Dude, Trinado's been around for a while, too. And the Black Beast is fighting Marcin Tabara. Oh, shit. Uh, Tabara's the guy that fought Verdun. Verdun. He looked terrible. He, he did okay. He, like, he went, I think, five rounds with him. To, he can take a beating. Derek Lewis is the number eight heavyweight, okay, guys? Derek Lewis is the guy who I'm saying I, I question his heart. He was against Mark Hunt. He seemed like he just quit. Was that his retirement fight or his first yeah. back from retirement fight? No, then he retired. And then, and then now he's back. Because he probably figured it, you know, oh, he right. can't make another 100000 that easy. Medeiros? Yeah. And wait, lightweight? Welterweight. No, Medeiros went up to 170 now. Which is crazy. And he even called out EA Sports because they put him at lightweight in the game. And he was like, yo, your boy's a welterweight now. Which is oh, crazy because if you would have told me... I Donald, in that game. Really? Fuck that game, That's yeah. bullshit. I know. You could get on as a DLC, though. They release a lot of added packs, like probably yeah, once a month or something, like three to Can't five Can't you be fighters. like fixing lights in the background or something? Or like, <laughs> 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 so, listen, Donald Cerrone versus Yancey. If you would have told me this fight was made five years ago, I would have been like, Yancey's going to get his head cut off. This is the... What a horrible mismatch. This is going to be an awful fight. Now, I'm like... Yes, he's got a good shot of winning this fight. And if he wins, he gets a new nickname, the Cowboy Killer, because oh, he beat be both cowboy? Cowboys. I mean... Oh, shit. Yes, is a guy who makes a lot of mistakes, but it's almost impossible to put this guy away. Madero's? Yeah. <sighs> Talk about Hawaiian grit. I mean, this guy just keeps going forward and yeah. forward and forward. And he's humble. Like, I texted him, like, after his last fight, I'm like, you're the greatest of all time. And he's like, no, I'm not. But uh, I'm, like, getting there. Or, or, like, I'm, like, doing my best. He's such How a- they didn't get fight of the year is beyond me. I know Alvarez and, and Gaethje was a great fight, but I think Medeiros and fucking Cowboy was one of the craziest fights I've ever seen. Yeah, that was a great fight. Uh, There's a lot of good names on this card. Isn't your boy Jared Gordon? 
Is he fighting on this card? I can't see the uh, the undercard on Oh, this. I have it right here. Um, Jared Gordon's <laughs> fighting Carlos Diego Fajaya, which was a huge name uh, a couple years ago, but then he got popped by USADA and had to take a back seat for a few years. He's the one that was, I think he was fighting Poye, and Poye just owned him up when he was, uh, when Diego was uh, still undefeated. Um, so I think that's a good fight. Chris Camozzi's brother's on the, uh, on the card too, yeah. Brian. And then... Jessica Aguilar is fighting Livia Hanata Souza, who we saw lose to Angela Hill for the belt oh, yeah, in she's Invicta. She's coming up now. I think she's going to win. She's a tough chick. She's good everywhere. You know, she finished Deanna Bennett with a body kick, like, what, 30 seconds in yeah, when we were at I that fight, too? And then one of my friends, Curtis Millinder's debuting against Tiago Alves. That is a crazy fight. Millinder's coming off um, the two LFA main events. He finished both of them with head kick KOs. On the guys, and uh, I don't know, man. This this is a hell of a fucking fight between the two of them. Millinder's UFC debut. He's been working for it for a long time, and Tiago's a fucking veteran. And also on UFC uh, February 24th, the next three weeks are great. Mike Perry versus Max Griffin. I hope Max wins. I Max can't stand Payne. Mike Perry. Wait, Mike Perry? Yeah. He's fighting again? He's Max fighting again. Payne. Although, I got to say, there's a guy who his when last fight, uh, February 24th, his last fight, he showed a lot. He lost, but he. I think he won. I think he won a lot of fans too in that fight. Um, what about Allen? Uh, Allen's fighting that night. And then also OSP versus OSP, Latifi. Yeah. If if <sighs> Latifi gets caught in that fucking the that, the the Saint Pru joke, yeah, the Saint Pru joke. Then, then, then that's that's it's that's like yeah, Andrade and Torres too. Tisha Torres. I hope she beats Andrade, but Andrade is that's gonna be hard. Dude, and you got Sarah McMahon and Marion Renault. and Jeremy Stevens versus Josh, Josh Emmett. Emmett. Oh, that's gonna be a God, Angela right? Hill. By the way, I want to talk to you about that. By the way, because Josh Emmett, that. his last fight, he missed weight, and he knocked out uh, Ricardo Lamas, yeah. and all of a sudden he gets rewarded. Now. Last week, John Dodson, the guy came in four pounds over. Don said, fuck it, I'm not fighting. And everyone's like, oh, he's got no heart. Oh, come on, blah, blah, blah. And now he went home. I don't think he's going to get paid. Supposedly they're giving him a portion, but like it shouldn't even be an argument. They might give him a show show money. They said they won't fulfill the whole show. The guy missed weight by four pounds. I guess he by a pound, uh, two pounds. Well, look at the Desmond Green fight. Four pounds, that's, that's almost like... I mean, we're talking about 10 pounds between the weight classes. That's almost halfway up to the weight class. And uh, and Dodson cuts from like 180 or something. <laughs> what? He no, does. he really does. He said he, he, when we had him on the he last time, he said he walks around like 170. He looks like Oprah. The <laughs> yeah, he's a little So, ball, so fuck it. Like, the guy, like, let the, I, I don't blame the guy. Oprah. Well, look at like what happened with Desmond Green and Michelle Brazeris the other night on Saturday night. He Michelle Brazeris misses by like six, I think it was. And Desmond Green goes, fuck it, dude. I came all the way here. I need the money you know let's do it but you can't come in over i think 173 for the fight the dude comes in at like 181 yeah and then he just got fucking just held down laid on by a exactly he's it's a it's a a featherweight fighting a middleweight yeah it was insane i don't blame these guys i don't i don't blame dotson i wish more that should be you know that's the thing if there was a union of fighters that would be the number one thing a guy misses weight you can still get paid 100% 100% of what you should get paid. That that really should be it. And I don't know if Josh Emmett's getting Still rewarded. And get the choice to fight. Because uh, you shouldn't have to fight a guy that doesn't make weight. We know someone doesn't make weight, they take 20% of the money and they give... I think the commission takes 10, they give the other guy 10. Or maybe some places give the whole guy 10, that 20%. I don't know. Yeah, I'm but even if, if you're only making you know 10 and 10 or 12 and 12, I mean... 
but also that's like, groceries also for the next two weeks, and that's it. A four pound that's advantage true. on you, and then he, re, re, you know, it's just not, it's not right. Especially yeah. that that last pound or two, you, you, I'm sure you know what that takes out of you. Yeah, it does suck. They always say the last four pound two is the hardest. Yeah, four pounds is a lot. Especially when you when you only weigh one thirty five, it's not exactly like it's not like middleweight to light heavyweight where there's a twenty pound yeah. difference. Yeah, so good, good on you, Dotson. Fuck, fuck these guys. So, Pay the man. Guns. You stick to your guns. Uh, all right. So what else we got? Uh, talk about anything else in the MMA world? Uh, what do you think, by the way, of Ronda Rousey making the WWE? I'm fucking pissed. Why? I think it's fucking stupid. Why? Because right? they're gonna give him a pu- they're gonna give her a push. They're gonna put her, and I'm gonna take so much shit for it, and I don't even fucking care. They're gonna give her a push. <laughs> they're gonna put her in the spotlight at Wrestle Fucking Mania, and you know what? Fucking- Hogan's gonna come out head kicker, dude. No, Cyborg has already petitioned to be called into WWE to get that fucking match at WrestleMania. That I will pay to see. No, because they're gonna make us a Ronda wins. I but here's here's my issue, and this is from. A complete wrestling fan standpoint. Asuka wins the first ever Women's Royal Rumble, defeats 29 other women. Yes, I know it's scripted, but still, this girl has never, (laughs) they have scripted her to never lose a match. And so she's getting in the ring at the end of the one of the four biggest pay-per-views of the year for WWE is going to call out either the Raw Women's Champion or the SmackDown Women's Champion. And then all of a sudden, fucking bad reputation hits. Fucking Ronda comes out smiling, tries to get in the, in the ring and look hard, can't stop fucking smiling when she's not supposed to be. And then it's just like, oh, I'm in now and tries to shake her hand. And Oscar's like, get the fuck out of here. She kept pointing up at the sign. When did yeah, you, when so did you lose cringy, your virginity, dude. by the way? When did I lose so my virginity? Cringy. Yeah. About 16 years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you're 16 I just, now. I think it's stupid. And she's going to be she's gonna be on a Brock Lesnar um, schedule, which is like Russell, you know, four or five times a year. And they're thinking about putting her with Paul Heyman because they know she can't cut a fucking promo. Mm. So now you need somebody to to go cut your right, promos. It, okay, okay. Uh, it's right, stupid. Right, but here's here's what it's even more annoying, is that when this W every time Monday Night Raw comes on or uh, the WrestleMania, my entire Twitter fucking feed is people telling me what happened. I like I'm I'm not watching it. I don't care. And anyone who was cares about what's fucking happening is watching this shit. Like, who are they there's tweeting a, this out for? There's a huge tie between the MMA and the wrestling but who, community. But I, I, who are they actually... Who's wondering... I, I always look at their yeah, followers and I'm like, from? who the fuck is reading this? Like, yeah, like, how am I reading this? I don't follow you. And but like, I, I don't care that the fucking British Bulldog just fucking won. Or, or, British Bulldog's yeah. been dead for like 10 years. It's fine, but our Yokozuma... Uh, he's he's fucking, dead too. Oh, Go back to the honky-tonk <laughs> man. Right, he's the only one that's alive. I'm just saying... It's just, and Hulk Hogan. It just seems like yeah, why are you telling me what happened? Why are you telling me what happened in this scripted thing as if like anybody who cares about this is watching this? Like nobody's going like, oh shit, I wonder if B. Brian Blair is wrestling right now and fucking going on Twitter. Yeah, but you know what? It's it's the is entertainment. He still alive? Who? B. Brian Blair. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Killer Bees? You did see you're not a real wrestling fan. I'm also not 40. Doesn't matter. Like the, I, you, you should know the history of wrestling. I don't know who that is. He had the Killer Bees were like these fucking two guys that were B costumes. Who was the other Killer Bee? Well, there was B. Brian Blair and uh, I don't know, but they would always. <laughs> but there was like really like four of them, and then they would wrestle, and then like 
two of them would like hop out from under the ring and then somehow cheat. <laughs> I just think it's dumb that like, okay, you can't fight anymore and your movies got all pulled because nobody wants to feature a loser. And then you're like, fuck it. I'll just go to WWE. But it seems like wrestling fans like her though, right? Well, but here's, here's another issue I have with it. Shayna Baszler actually went to the Performance Center and worked her way up and she's in NXT now. She didn't just get to walk out on the fucking stage. Yeah, but- and she's been doing this a lot longer than, oh, Ronda Rousey's here. Let's give her a WrestleMania fucking main event style match. Yeah. It's bullshit. Well, if why, I'm paying why, why 70 bucks. Why fans like her so much? I, it's, it's, not, it's like 50-50. There's, there's a lot of heat, and a lot of the wrestlers backstage are like, are you fucking kidding me? We're really? giving How her, do you know? Are you backstage getting autographs during this They're time? tweeting it. Wrestlers are? Re- the WWE wrestlers, there was countless tweets from them of like, this girl's coming in and stealing our fucking thunder when we've worked for the last five years to become that, main event. But is that, but is that, part, of their, but is that cal- part of their character? No. no. It's, it's breaking kayfabe completely. Basing, breaking what? Kayfabe. What's kayfabe? Kayfabe is basically like keeping in your character. Like Undertaker's always in character. He never breaks kayfabe. Uh, never break character, do you, bro. Do you, do you break character? All the time. I have no fucking... I've never even heard of that till just now. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could bang one wrestler, who would it be? Like, I, 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 like I, 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 ever? The Million Dollar Man? <laughs> <laughs> no. Goldust. That's my grandfather. Oh, Goldust. Oh. Um... Probably like Bailey or Sasha Banks. Is he a porn star, Sasha Banks? No. Uh, Sasha, Sounds like Sasha it. Sasha Gray. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's Sasha Gray. Well, now, are these wrestlers, or are they like uh, cheerleaders? Are they, they no, the, that's the thing. Like The women have worked the last like four or five years to be able to have like main event matches and actually be given the credibility and respect that they honestly deserve. They remove the name Divas. They're not calling them Divas anymore. They're calling them female superstars. And they've worked really hard, and that's what makes me angry is like, you know, and I understand the wrestlers. If you worked for the last, you know, well, you have. It it, let's work time. for the last happens, 20 years to be time. a stand-up comedian, like a ma- <laughs> like a headlining comedian for fucking like the biggest club in the world, and then all of a sudden, they walk you know, Steve-O. It, it happens, exactly, it happens all the time. You'd be pissed. I'm, I'm not pissed. I've accepted it. You, but I just stick. I just stick out my right ass off the bat. Like, you were like, it. "What the fuck?" fuck? Yeah, it happens like if time. you work to be, you no, know, I, know. I understand these fucking vine stars come in or you know. no, but I'm even saying like, you know, Tyron Woodley or whoever has worked so hard to get to the title and then CM Punk is the most advertised fucking fighter. Another, another fight I heard. What the fuck for? Mitch, Mitch Clark called him out. I'm thinking Vince Pichel oh against CM oh, Punk. That wouldn't even be. Would It'd be about eight would, second I would, I would knockout. Take, I would take that fight. Would you really? Yeah, I would take that. Fight. Anybody would, would take that fight. That's an easy payday. I, I would swing so hard at that dude, like a pissed off teenager. Plus the fact that you're gonna get. What would f- be at like 185? What, what no, fight, fight him at 170. Fight him at 70. Yeah. My wife just came home. My beautiful pregnant wife. Hello. Hello. Yes. We're fighting at 70. Maybe right? CM Punk. What did he fight? What did he fight the other day? Was at 70? Right? 70. Mickey Gall. Yeah, I could fight at 70. You could I fight at 70. What are you, 70 right now? They 75? Wouldn't they, they wouldn't sanction that fight. <laughs> Over? 85? Oh they got to find somebody for him to beat. Huh? They have to find somebody for him to beat. They're not going to find Look, I think person. anybody would take that fight because, number one, you're going to get the advertising and you're going to get the spotlight. They're yeah. never going to put CM Punk on a fight pass prelim. They're never going to put him on yeah. Fox Sports prelim. He's going to be main event, like main card. Yeah. And they're going to Chicago soon. They so. asked me if I would take... They honestly were like, would you take the fight? Uh, Fucking do it, dude. Do it, dude. I, w- I would. 10 and 10 plus 2,500 from Reebok. I have to keep it standing, I think. Or just wrestle to fuck him and just ground and pound. You don't yeah, think you wrestle. could choke him out within the first round? He does. He, I heard he's pretty good at jiu-jitsu. That's the only thing he, he's got on me. That's the only thing. He, I don't train nah. jiu-jitsu. Uh, 
and kicking. I am not concerned at all. Yeah. Um, now, who knows? Pachel would knock him out in under 30 seconds. Of course. Um, I, I would... Uh, I would give you the grappling advantage on him. Vince would train me. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Oh, I totally would. That'd, that would be amazing. You would well, have a good listen, crew. So, so what Just do you be have? Throwing pissed off meat hooks, dude, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, what do you have coming up? I want to tell you, buddy. I just dropped this podcast. It's about uh, it's it's Wean Dog Radio, but the episode is about this mysterious island off the coast of Nova Scotia, Canada, dude. It's called Oak Island, and there's supposedly buried treasure on there. If you want to learn about that, go listen to the latest episode of Wean Dog or Radio. Or just Google it. Or just you know, you fucking it. remind me of you. Remind me of fucking Jesse Pinkman's two friends on Breaking Bad. And <laughs> like, oh, Badger? Yeah, they're like, yeah, how they're like going back and forth and shit. It's like him going back and forth with his own fucking head. And they're like, what comes out? He's a schizo. <laughs> we just don't know it. That's a perfect <laughs> analogy of who he reminds me of. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my god! Uh, so, I'm going to ask you what you have, and don't say I'm dog sitting. I mean, things that people could actually. I'm see. not, dude. Okay, I'm, I'm like the tattoo every shop. Every week, I'm like, what do you have coming up? You're like, oh, I'm going to Mammoth to watch my grandma's dogs, and I'm like, that's not, that's dude, not what I mean. Both my grandmothers are dead. But thank you. Uh, all right, well then you could. Her dogs might be still be alive. All right, no. so, oh, so you what? Do you, mine a little bit. What do you have coming up? <laughs> Just working at the shop, man. Graffiti and Palace. I want to get a tattoo. Yeah, what's up? I want a tattoo. Dude, come in and get fucking work done, man. We'll hook you up. Where is it? It's 4427 Lancashire Boulevard, North Hollywood, in California. What's it called? Graffiti Palace Tattoo. Um, I'm there all day, Mondays and Tuesdays. I don't have to work Thursdays anymore, which is awesome. By the way, do you, you get paid from Bellator to be press? No. No. All right. I worked for, I worked for my friend who runs Fightbook MMA. I was trying to get a side gig. No, I was just wondering. I was actually just thinking about that. I mean, what if you got paid for that? All right. So, uh, Vince, what do you have? Where can people find you? What, what's going on? Uh, you can find me on my social media, same spot, from Healthy Shell. That's about it. I'm a fucking lame right now. If I want to buy a t-shirt, how do I get that? Oh, yeah. I'm also selling t-shirts still. Uh, t-shirts are at my website, fromhealthyshell.com or theuniondesigns.com. Um, or if you can just go and find me on social media and click it, I have the link in my bios to make it easier, even easier. I, I want a t-shirt. That's awesome. I absolutely want it. By the way, thanks again. For giving me, this, me the shout <laughs> yeah. out, that was I was so happy, <laughs> smiling from ear to ear. And I was laughing at your little Instagram snaps that you're making. Oh, I was going crazy. It was you like in the chair, and then you're like, "Bitch, just give me a call." And you just see like the phone fucking start freaking out. And <laughs> you don't see shit besides lights, like I love it. UFOs over your head. I love. And it. if you're Ally Akinta, where do, where does he find you? Oh man, you <laughs> just find me with Sean Shelby. Yes. Waiting for your fucking demise, you son of a bitch. By the uh, way, you know what? I honestly don't even want to fight anymore. I'm like, it's, I've been trying to fight him for such a long time. I'm kind of like, I don't even want to fight you now. You're fucking gay. Petition for CM Punk now. Just do it. CM Punk. CM Punk. Uh, I will be, by the way, I have a new podcast called Things I Hate. Uh, where, where <laughs> Was I the subject of the first Oh my God. Just, I just I'm totally about, in on that one. I just one. talk about things I hate. That's I'm, the whole fucking hour. What I, grinds my gears? I'm yeah, totally in on yeah. that one. Um, <laughs> And I will be this at the uh, I'll That's be at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood this Saturday night. Laugh Factory in Hollywood at uh, nine fifteen. Uh, and then Houston, I will be at the Joke Joint, uh, the February fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth. The Joke Joint, in Houston. I know Tanya's coming. I can't wait to see Tanya Evinger. Uh, and then I will be at uh, South Point Casino, March second. Um, and then the next big one, I'm going to Sacramento, April 4th at uh, Last Unlimited. And then uh, what's your name is going to be there? Uh, Leslie Smith, who has a fight coming up. Yeah, she just got announced. By that, who's she fighting that girl? Aspen Ladd. Aspen Ladd, yeah, undefeated girl undefeated from Colorado. Girl. And then uh, San Diego Comedy Palace, uh, April 14th and uh, 13th. And then Portland, 
I'm at Harvey's Comedy Club, April 26th, 27th, and 28th, and 29th in Portland, Oregon. You working with Tyler Bow? No, but I'll, I'm going to see a bunch of, uh, I'm going to see Chael and all those, uh, all those Oregon fighters and the guy. Can you drag Tyler back to LA, please? I know, right? I miss Tyler. Uh, <laughs> so, listen, thank you, Vince. Uh, thank you, Anthony Smith. Joe, good luck with the girl. Carlo Prater. Oh, you want to see your ass really quick? Here, I'll show yes. you your ass. Uh, before, uh, oh, let's see the ass. Is it bloody? It is, it, is it attached to a body? Oh, well, wow. She's, oh, that's a nice butt. You know what I'm saying? But she looks, she looks kind of young. You know what I'm saying? Why does she have a Mickey Mouse poster in the background? <laughs> oh, crap. no attention to that. <laughs> nice job, Joe. Thanks, dude. I'm proud. I'm going to have to marry her. As a nice, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That is a nice Russian ass, man. You see it, Vince? What? I was like, oh, did you scroll, did you scroll into something you didn't uh, want to see? No, he said, uh, I'm going to have to marry her. I'm like, nah. Uh, you should marry her, dude. She might you leave her. you at the altar. Yes. And I mean the murder altar. <laughs> but if she doesn't, I'll send you her, her digits, dude. Well, thank Just you. don't let her bleed all over your sheets and then have your dad wash them. Dude, my sheets are so disgusting. I, I bought new sheets like two years ago, and I haven't washed them since. I've dude. only been on the show what for the two fuck? years, and I know they're bloody from like six months into the there, show. There's more than that, dude. It's like it's like a big cardboard box. Oh, God. Okay, well, what is this picture? There's a, there's a picture the of... A, a, I'm looking at a picture right now of... A, Are you buying a sex there's, doll? There's, uh, what the fuck is that? There's a guy... Uh, I'm scrolling through my phone, uh, dude. So I'm scrolling through his phone. There's a black guy with a guy's penis oh on top of him and, and a vagina. Uh, who took that shot? Is that what you? Joe did. <laughs> Joe's the guy on top. Is that, is that you sitting on a black guy's head? Oh, uh, no, but I should have deleted this, dude. Oh, well, now, <laughs> yeah. so let's check it's his a little camera camera right now. What, now. That's, that's let's check his photos. <laughs> is next, is next okay, episode going to be is, an intervention? This is, this is <laughs> Joe's phone. There's a girl taking the... <laughs> Then he has a photo of a girl taking the biggest oh shit God. I've ever seen in my life. Like, 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 why do you? Oh my God! Like, why do you that have? Like we need to call. Long term coming out of your asshole. We need to call Jesus Animal God. Control to help him. Oh my God! So whose pictures are these? Adam, next yeah. episode intervention. <laughs> All right, well, listen, that's our podcast. Oh Thanks for that. I don't dude. want that. Uh, I don't want care. that. My that shit is dirty. Thank you, guys. Uh, Scar for life. Trap, don't so. 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 Trap,